Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fabulous, exciting, amazing episode of the Ungrown Ups podcast. I'm Matthew. That's Ryan. That's backwards, but that's okay. That is, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. Well, by the way, this is episode 77, otherwise known as... The first episode of 2023. Or... <laughs> episode 77. The 77th episode. episode, There we go. Uh, Yeah, we're obviously very good at this. Uh, First podcast of 2023 recording, and we have already fucked it up. Ah, But I like it. We set such a low bar that it's it's really kind of hard to to really throw things off. It's not really fucked up so much as it's just done our way. Yeah, exactly. It's done the ungrown up way. So have you, uh, I realize it's only two days in. This is the second. Yes. Have you had any disappointing meals yet? No, no, it's, it's. It's been good. It, it, I haven't, I haven't performed my annual tradition of getting a double double after the New Year's. Like usually, ah. I go like you know New Year's Day or the sure. day after. So yesterday was just kind of like a, a lazy hang around day, and it was kind of rainy, so it wasn't really. It was quite rainy where I was. Yeah. So like we've uh, Southern California has been experiencing what they've called what is it an atmospheric river? Sure. Last couple of days, and most of the rains is getting dumped on in Northern California, but. We've seen consistently gray skies for the past week, and then we've had the forecast kept shifting, but we had a couple days of rain. We had rain on Sunday. Uh, Saturday was the big rain day, and then earlier in the week, there was, what was it, like Tuesday and then Wednesday. It poured. Yeah. And we had we had decent rain, but not nearly compared to what other areas were having. And I guess you saw some decent rain yesterday? Yeah, it was in the county below us on the map. Yes, for uh, the people listening, that means nothing to them. But no, it's okay. I was San below Diego Pendleton. County? Is is it San Diego County? Yeah, San Diego County. Yeah, that's below. So I was below Pendleton. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it past was, the Dolly Parton Memorial. It, <laughs> you know what's funny? I had never heard it called that until yesterday. Really? No, it's always been the Nuclear Tatas. Oh yeah, I've always known it as the Dolly Parton that's Memorial. So funny. Oh well, yeah, I, I learned that yesterday. So. And the sad part is that power plant is being decommissioned. So I think those. Now, gonna, they won't tear it down, I don't think. They're stripping it. Like, I mean, they're taking oh, everything really? out. Yeah. So, don't we kind of need a landmark? Plant? I think you need the landmark and the power plant in general. Well, yes, but it's. Why are they taking it? Why are they decommissioning it? Because of the. Putting in a coal plant next door. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I think a lot of it has to do around the concerns of what do you do with the spent nuclear rods? Sure. Right? So, I mean, that, sure. that is a, a valid concern, but yeah. at the same time, Nuclear energy, by and large, is safe. It's the lowest carbon emission, well, besides wind, I guess. And right? cleanest. Yeah, yeah, it's the cleanest. That's what I mean. So, uh, Other what, than the you know radioactive waste. It's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. But, um, yeah. So anyway, so, so yeah, I was down there, and it was like, you know, it sprinkled a little bit, and then it dumped. Were you on the road while it was dumping? Or were no, you? safe in a house. Ah. Yep. Away in a manger, so to speak. Which is kind of interesting, because like Christmas Day was warm. In Southern California. It was and it 80 was, degrees. Yeah. Too yeah. warm. Yeah, it was too warm. And then two days later, it was rain. Yep. And then the forecast, not that anybody gives a shit about this weather talk, but the forecast is I think the next three days we're getting rain. Yeah. I mean, which is weird. what we're getting in Southern California is nothing like the, the blizzards they've had in like well, no. Buffalo, New York. or No. But the, for, uh, for us to get, you know, two inches, three inches of rain. It's, it's a big deal. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a big deal. So anyways, back to my original question. I did have a disappointing meal today. Did- Today. Today of yeah. all days. So for lunch, I decided there's a new burger place down the street okay. called Next Burger. Oh, yeah. You uh, told me about that. Yeah. So I finally went. Yeah. Yeah. Skip it. Go to In-N-Out. 
So this because we went, we got birria tacos. Yep, it's right after across the, the street last episode, there. and we saw yep. it across the street. Yep. And did you do the app ordering? No, so I just went through the drive-through. I did the. Is it drive-through only? No, you can go inside. Okay, yeah, there yeah, is yeah. an inside. All right. And they have. I I noticed through the window they have tap handles for like truly and beer and things. If you're into that. Okay. Uh, which actually might have made the burger better. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but so uh, did the drive-through. Got just a basically. It's essentially like a third pound smash burger. Right. With I, they had them add bacon and then it had like lettuce, tomato, onion. All right. And some sauce, which is just, you know, the greasy feel. Okay. Um, that stuff. And then, uh, yeah, it was expensive. And it was, I'd rather, I should have just gone in and out. Yeah. It, 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 it's interesting because, like, you know, when, when we get the craving for a burger at home, it's like, okay, by the time we get the the burger patties and we get all of the ingredients, like, you know, get tomatoes and get them sliced and all that stuff. Yeah. The, the cost involved is you're already. Well, in and out is somehow suspiciously cheap. It is. Yeah. I mean, for a family of three, I mean, for Grayson, Jeanette, and I to eat at In and Out, I mean, it's sixteen bucks. Yeah, which is which is almost what I paid for myself today. Right. And then, like, when we go and buy all the ingredients, you're well into the twenty dollar range. Yeah. I mean, if you've got a bunch of people come in and you want to, if you've right, got a bunch of people, yes, stuff, it totally makes sense. But I mean, you're buying a pack of of burger buns. You only need three. Yeah. You know, you, you, <laughs> right. some of those things. It, it does make it sort of an, impractical. So yeah. we don't typically grill burgers at home if no. we ever get the craving it's just easier to go out and go to in and out and get some so i smash i smash my burgers on my, my griddle oh have you done that yet oh yeah with your new flat top yeah yeah done that did i've done breakfast on the flat top and a bunch of other stuff did you pull off the uh the volcano the onion volcano no i haven't done that yet however i did go to koki's last week i know you had teppanyaki yeah i did and the heat at the volcano yeah and and i caught the rice first try oh which, I mean, normally I don't like doing that. Did that impress the table? No. It was <laughs> weird. So, by the way, we did the total five. We were there at, like, what did they open? Five, five thirty. Yeah. We you, were there when they opened. Yeah, you texted me, like, about 5.30. I was like, dude, you were there early. Yeah, we did the blue hair special. I was hungry. We hadn't eaten all day. Well. And so we did we did that. But So it was, you, you had liner. Yes. Sort of. And there were, as you would expect, an old, two old women oh, yeah? at our table that were appropriately timed. Were they feisty? Uh, I don't know what they were talking about, but they were laughing. Oh. They were having a good time. The one lady tried to t- toast the table. Oh, like, hey. cheers the table. Nobody was having it. <laughs> you didn't try to join in? Nobody had drinks. Oh, well. Except that... for her. And she's like, oh, I'll wait till you, till you all have drinks. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, and then nothing ever happened. Oh. Yeah. But that's okay. It was fine. Uh, and I love cookies. That's all I have to say about Teppanyaki is a, is a fun spot. Like, Jeanette has a love-hate relationship with that place. Mainly because of this. With that specific place. With that specific place. And I think it's just because the they use a decent amount of garlic yeah. in, in their cooking. Yeah. And I think she just smells like. like too much. Yeah, like yeah, garlic yeah. when she walks out. I see. Um, their food's so good, though. I enjoy it. I, yeah. I, I enjoy the, the theatrics of it all. What do you normally get? Uh, Jeanette, I usually split the Cokie special, which is like, uh, yeah, what is it? it it's, it's, it's a little bit of everything. It, it's chicken, steak scallops mm. and some shrimp sure and it's like 75 bucks for two people or something like that so it's it's not a cheap place but it's good no but i mean at the same time if you were to order just for yourself you're gonna double that right. cost anyway so i think they only charge you nine bucks for the second person or oh well, you, you do s- the two-person meal yeah thing, we do the two-piece yeah, meal yeah, yeah, deal yeah, right, yeah right, right. right and so we do that and then grayson he usually eats off of our plate and then we get him a side of something else you do white rice or fried rice oh you gotta do the fried rice yeah that's good 
Yeah. I mean, there's no theatrics when they're preparing just white rice. That's they just true. They just bring it in a out. bowl. Yeah. Yeah, it's boring. Yeah, you got to get the you got to see them make the the heart beat on the table. Oh, he didn't, he didn't do that this time. Oh, did he? No. Did he make the butterfly? No, no butterfly either. Egg roll. Egg roll. We got that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's kind of funny. We if you've gone to a teppanyaki restaurant, so Benihana or any other sort of Japanese teppan with all the table standard cooking, jokes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, you kind of have like this mental checklist. Like, I, right. he's done this one. He's done that one. Is he going to do this one? He didn't even do the shrimp tail into the hat. Oh. No. Did he have the um, the fake seasoning bottle that just shoots a string out when he squeezes it? No. Or I think we got the early, the you know, like the warm-up oh. show. Did, did, did he do the, uh, they, they, some, I can't remember what, I don't even know exactly what it is. It's a little statue. It's like a boy peeing. Oh, I've seen that, you but no. You pump it, and it drops his drawers, and like water yeah, no. squirts out. No. We got the budget version of the show. We definitely got the matinee. You got the egg roll. We that's did get the egg roll. And the volcano. Well, yeah, but I think that's a must. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I've never been to a, 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 a teppanyaki restaurant and not had the volcano. I have, but it was in Japan. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. yeah it it was best, a little bit different. The best part was is we were up in the Silicon Valley. I had some meetings and I had some Japanese colleagues that had flown out from Japan, and I took them to Benihana. Oh my God! What did they say? <laughs> they, they, I, they were amused by the uh, the the whole theater, right? The theatricality of the experience, and of course, I mean, were they amused or bemused? They were amused. Okay. I, I think they like the fact that they could get you know some good beer. Sure. Um. But yeah, I I, I don't know because I guess it would be the same as as if I took somebody from like Guadalajara, Mexico, or something yeah, like that and to one t- of these taco joints. It, no, but took them to Taco Bell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And, like but but sell it. Yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of the the way I, I took it. But I, even in Japan, teppanyaki isn't exactly an everyday dining experience for them. It's not, and it's not a show either right like the place i've been wasn't a show for sure right so i think they were amused by the, the show part of it and even then they they realized okay this isn't a typical japanese dining experience in japan right. anyway so they they realized that it was sort of special but i think they they thought it was kind of fun yeah i mean i would hope so it is kind of fun yeah yeah i enjoyed it i mean it, like i said it was good that was better than the burger that i had today well you're about to well depending on when you have this jeanette made some soup last night and yeah. she was so proud of it she sent you a message <laughs> yeah she telling did you she about like, i have outdone myself and i don't know what spurred her her attempt i mean i don't even know what started at all she yeah. i think it was just kind of the cold gray wet it weather we were having weather, yesterday for sure and so she's like okay it's soup and so she went down this rabbit hole on her own and it's it's a very spicy italian sausage very hearty italian soup yeah it's got all sorts of good stuff in it, and um, well, she, the way she described it is delicious. Oh, it, it, it's amazing! Yeah, and uh, she's like, "Oh, this is pretty good." And I was like, "Well, you have to kind of take notes because the problem is, is like she makes it and then doesn't, makes yeah. it. It's phenomenal, and then like a month later, it's like, oh, what did I put in there to make right. that happen?" So hopefully, she's gonna take notes. And I'm kind of the same way though. Yeah. Like I make stuff, and then I have a vague idea. But, you know, like I'm going to, I think this week while it's raining, I'll probably do uh, like a beef bourguignon, like a beef stew. Okay. But I. But the worst part is, is like you get. I make it in a mental checklist. Right. Right. But then like a couple of weeks from now or whatever, and you want to do it again, you make it again. For some reason, you think it doesn't taste the same as you remembered it. And you don't know if it's because you didn't remember the recipe or something was off or whatever. 
So in this case, hopefully, because she, she wants to take this and turn it into a heartier chili type of direction. Okay, like an Italian chili? Yeah, we do a neighborhood uh, chili cook-off sure. for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. And Jeanette's the, the reigning champion. I see. So she's <laughs> trying to yeah. get ready? Yeah, Already? exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, ten yeah. months. Ten months ahead of schedule. That's good. That's good enough. It's good enough. You got yeah. you got to prepare, right? And so she won with a a taco chili, and so I think this because it's already pretty hearty to begin with. I mean, the only thing that's really missing is beans. So she's like, okay, I can add like a white bean to it or something like that to yeah. kind to kind of do that. And I can and it's got potatoes in it, so she can pull the potatoes out, put the I'll white do the beans, beans instead. Yeah. See. Okay. So she's already like mentally kind of preparing for the chili cook-off, right. but at the same time, like just. Write down some notes and stuff. Because even like some of her favorite like cookie or cake recipes, she just randomly finds them like on Pinterest or on the internet and makes them. They're yeah. phenomenal. And then every year she has to remember what she searched to get that result. Right. And well, you, and you usually, could screenshot it or something. Even that. Yeah, she could. I don't know if she does, though. But I'm saying you could. Yeah. Like that's right. Instead of taking like your actual handwritten notes, you could screenshot something. I've done that. Yeah. But then I always forget the screenshot exists. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's fine. It yeah. is what it is. So either today or tomorrow, you got to check out the, the stew. And then, of course, the uh, the container is compliments of, of our family. So you can toss that if you it want. It looks like a meal prep container. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've got a grip of those myself. Exactly. Yeah. We have a ton of those. And like, we always get them back. We're like, no, no, no. We don't need them back. <laughs> right. They're, they're fine. Yeah, I'll use it for something, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, you know what's weird? Uh, I got a Black Friday ad today. What? Yeah. I'm still getting Black Friday ads. Really? Yeah. And then you click on the thing. Yeah. And there's nothing there. I saw. Like it's not, I mean, obviously, it's not a price, a yeah. special price. I was scrolling through something on social media. I think it was Facebook or Instagram. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. And it was an ad. It was an ad for SoFi, which is banking lending. Oh, I thought you meant like the stadium or something. No, but, but I mean, the, 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 it gets its name from yeah, yeah right, yeah, sure. But the ad had like vampire teeth and like a Halloween theme to it. Yeah. I'm like, it's January second. What's going on? That's weird. It, totally weird. Instagram was. I had posted one of like the you know story memory things a yes. few, like a week or so ago, and it posted. The, the wrong year. Yes. Yeah, so my buddy was like, hey, that can't be right. I moved after that. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I saw that, and I was like, how did that happen? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, you know, you can hit the button. Yeah. And if it had the long-form date, it was right. But if you hit it, and it just would say this, on this day and year, whatever, that was wrong. It was wrong. It would advance itself a year. I don't know, man. The, the internet's a weird place. All this shit's weird. Well, in the past week has been weird, because every day has felt like Sunday. Like, yeah. you and I both have had the, the I guess, the luck to have the time between Christmas and New Year's off. Mm -hmm. And we're off today. Yeah, yeah, it's and weird. So it's a Monday. It is a Monday. This is unusual because usually right. we do this on Sundays, but it's a banking holiday. It's yep. a postal holiday. It's it's whenever... Kids you, holiday. Yeah, whenever the holiday falls on a Sunday, the yeah. following day is when they, it's observed. So, right. yeah, no school, no banking. The Rose Parade was today? Yeah, I guess they don't do the Rose Parade if New Year's falls on, on a Sunday. Sunday. I didn't know that until yesterday. Yeah. And you know what? I still don't care. I didn't watch it either. Yeah. I mean... I haven't watched the Rose Parade since I was a child. I used to watch it when we had TV. Like, when we actually had cable TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I can stream it on YouTube and stuff, but it's just not the same. So, I just don't go through the hassle. I got up. I mean, the parade, I guess, was probably starting when I got up, and I took the dog for an hour and a half walk. Yeah, 8 a.m., I think, is the parade start. Oh, yeah, we were walking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would rather do that, to be honest. Oh, yeah, for you. sure. How was Christmas, since I haven't seen you since? 
Christmas was pretty good. It was pretty low key. We had uh, my dad, uh, my stepmom, my aunt, and then Jeanette had her uh, her coworker and her coworker's mom come over. So we basically had just a very small gathering. Yeah. But the the fun thing is, is my you know my parents being deaf, my dad always typically hosts Christmas Eve, and being from a Latin American country, the the it's kind of the the Catholic tradition is basically you stay up till midnight and open presents. Or go to midnight mass, right? And yeah. my my dad's not Catholic, sure, but that tradition is 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 still around. And so my dad always wants to stay up till midnight. But once we started having kids, it's like no, nine o'clock is late enough to right. start opening presents. But uh, instead of going over to my dad, my dad's house, we invited them over. We hosted on Christmas Eve, but somehow, even though my dad has hosted Christmas Eve for years, he thought Christmas Eve meant the Eve of Christmas Day. Wait, what? What Not do you mean? The eve before Christmas. So, so like he Christmas thought the get a- afternoon. He th- yeah, he thought they yeah, the get together was Christmas evening. Like the, okay. on the evening oh, of the twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah. Not Christmas Eve, meaning So did you call him or you like send him a note? Like where the hell are you? Well, my my sister in law was over at the house making some goodies in their kitchen and stuff, and oh. she was texting Jeanette back and forth and they're and Jeanette's like, They're coming over to our house. And they're like, Really? Because they're in this baking, making kitchen cooking process. Yeah. And then my dad uh, FaceTimes me. He's like, we thought Christmas Eve was tomorrow. I'm like, no, you always invite us over on Christmas Eve and you use the words Christmas yeah, yeah. Eve. So he confused himself somehow. And I think it was kind of the same thing. He had a couple of days off before. Right. So every day kind of blurs together when sure, it doesn't sure. matter. Yeah, yeah. And he showed up. Like, they, like we were going to have dinner at 6. And so they got there by 6.30. So it oh, wasn't that's not a, too bad. It yeah. wasn't a huge deal. But, sure. it, you know, at, at 4.45, he's freaking out. Oh, that's funny. And the best part was is... Like, we just did a white elephant gift exchange, but we made everybody just buy gift cards. Oh, okay. So the value was the same, but the gift card could be to anything. Dick's Sporting Goods. Right. That was actually one of the gift oh, cards. There you go. Um, That's funny. And so my dad's like, I haven't even bought the gift cards yet. I was going to go buy them tomorrow. I was like, where were you going to go buy gift cards on, on Christmas, Christmas Day? The grocery store. I guess would be. the. But at that point, you would think the the, the rack would be empty because everybody would have picked through it all. No, they've got billions of those things. I'm or guessing. you would have been left with the weird gift cards that nobody wants a gift card to. Chili's. There you go. Applebee's. Yeah. I'd rather I have an Applebee's. I don't even know where the Chili's. nearest Chili's or Applebee's is. You know what's funny? I don't either. I actually didn't know there was a Red Robin down the street until recently. There's a Red Robin not too far from my house. There's and one at the Orange Mall. Well, what used to be the Orange Mall. Yeah. And the the Red Robin, we've, we've known that was there. And there used to be a a Chili's down the street from that. And the Chili's went out of business. The building got raised and then a, a new restaurant went in its place. A, a Raising Cane's replaced the Chili's. So apparently there's an Applebee's at the, the um, main place mall in Santa Ana. Okay. And there's a Chili's down by King's Fish House on, oh, where that movie theater, over by oh, the pond. Over by, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just according to Apple Maps, but that's that's pretty bizarre. Can uh, you imagine uh, just trying to impress someone and take them out for a fine dining experience at Applebee's or at Chili's? Yes, actually, because I would do it and be 100% and get suited <laughs> up and the whole deal. Like, what do you mean this sucks? And I don't know if there's really any difference in the kitchen, but I know that Applebee's has the perception that everything is microwaved. It, and sure it is. But I don't know if that still if that carries over to Chili's. Do you remember Chili's was like the place to go for fajitas? Yes. And I don't know why. And, and it, I still have the perception. Like we went out to dinner, I don't know, sometime last week uh-huh. before Christmas. And Jeanette ordered fajitas. 
And I don't know what it is, but every time you see fajitas on the menu, the expectation is you get this crazy skillet, yeah, the sizzling. sizzling hot fajitas. Yeah, she didn't get that. What? She got fajitas, but without the no, no theatrics. Yeah. Then did you really get fajitas? I don't know. No, you just got a plate of meat. You kind of do it as like the, um, it's, it's the conspicuous consumption. Like, look at me. Look what I got. <laughs> I. I'm shelling out the big yeah, bucks I got for the, the twenty-three dollar fajitas. Yeah, That's you and funny. your eighteen ninety-nine enchilada combo. Yeah, yeah, Ugh, pedestrian. <laughs> so I we did a um, every year. Well, it, it hasn't happened in a couple of years. This is the first year back, but the like the steps out of the family yeah. does a, uh, a get together for Christmas Eve. Okay, and they do. It's it's not. It's a gift exchange, but it's nicer stuff, right? It's not supposed to be like white elephant, like All jokey right. stuff. It's yeah. normal well, stuff. Well, this wasn't a jokey one. It was just the white elephant part was just the drawing numbers. Yeah. So stealing it's gifts. Same. Yeah, exactly. I don't it's know what you format. call that. Yeah. It's like a gray elephant. Sure. It's a normal elephant. It's an elephant. It's a yeah. gift exchange. Anyways, uh, so we did that, but I did. I went and got two loaves of Wonder Bread. I saw the and pictures. And my, my yeah. gift was the pieces needed to make sidecars. So lemon juice. Uh, contro and then a bourbon. Wow! So a all of that drink. in two loaves of bread. Uh, the lemon juices were just in there. So okay, I basically hollowed out the loaves of bread, put the booze inside of it, re put it back together, and stuck it in a giant box that was uh, belonged to um, a beer. It was like a beer crate, basically. Okay, and so. <laughs> They, the person opened it, and it says right on it, do not shake this side up. like Because I didn't want people to necessarily know it had liquid. Right. So he opened it and was like, uh, what? But it felt heavy, well, right? Well, sure. But like still, you open a box, and there's two loaves of bread and two. You know the, the pre-squeezed lemon juice? Yeah, that's, it's a little lemon container. Yeah, the le- that yellow. looks like lemon. Yeah. yeah so two of those and two loaves of bread. He was just like, what the hell is this? What the shit? Yeah. <laughs> and then just kind of. Once they figured out who had given it, it's pretty obvious. I usually do booze every year. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, oh, so it, he tried to hide it. And then everybody made him open it and like open the loaves of bread. Because he's like, there's no way there's a loaf of bread. Like, it's obviously not a loaf of bread. Yeah. So then opened it. And it was pretty funny. It, was, it went over really well. I've got some ideas for next year. What did you do with the bread? I don't know what he did with it. Feed the ducks? Probably. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, his, it's their gift. It got stolen twice, so it was dead. Nice. Yeah. yeah I end, What did I end up with? I think I ended up with, I can't remember what gift card I ended up with. Was it an Amazon gift card? That's not a bad one. That, that, that wasn't a bad one, yeah. Jeanette ended up with like an H&M gift card, and she's like, mm, all right. They make clothes for anybody? They do, but it's just, you know, we don't really shop there, so. I don't even know. Oh, uh, South Coast. Yeah, and yeah. then, well, there's one at the Irvine Spectre oh, as well. There's and one at the Lego store. Jeanette, or Grayson ended up with a Marshalls gift card. Okay. He was so bummed. And so at the end, after everybody had gotten their thing, he uh, went over to my aunt and they swapped. She had a Chick-fil-A gift card. Oh. So he took the Chick-fil-A gift card and then she got the Marshall's gift there card. There you go. So at the end, everybody was happy. Anything cool for the Christmas? I'm wearing one. I'm, I've got a new Angel's hat. I see that. I like it. And it's a very monochromatic royal blue. Blue it's, on blue on yeah. blue. Yeah. It was uh, just kind of fun. I, I like the unexpected colorways. Yeah. They've had some really cool ones lately. And Grayson ended up with one. My, my brother got him one, uh, an angel hat as well, that looks straight out of like Miami Vice. It's just very bright fluorescent colors. And it I want to say the the bill is like fluorescent orange. Yeah, I saw it. And then the hat itself is like a like a pastel blue. I didn't see his hat. I saw right. the pictures of it. And, the, the, and yeah. the logo, I think, is like uh, 
what is it like a chartreuse like a, a fluorescent yellow yeah. it, just, it looks cool. straight out of the 90s it's, yeah, it's a awesome. pretty cool colorway so he, he picked that up uh from from my uh, brother nice and uh yeah otherwise it was a, it was a pretty low-key christmas at least in terms of, like the family gift exchange yeah and then even with like jeanette grayson and i it was pretty restrained like usually like, at the end of it we're like oh we kind of overdid this and this year wasn't one of those years yeah like grayson actually didn't unwrap a whole bunch of stuff sure but he's getting experiences so like we got him we went ahead and got him uh, signed up for woodward uh, skate camp again oh cool and they had like a gift package which is like a small little cube that opened up and it's got a a letter from like ryan sheckler and it's got a t-shirt and some stickers in there well that's cool so he had that to unwrap on, on christmas day handwritten and, from sheckler i'm sorry no it, it's like hey camper yeah, you know yeah. just generic right. but Fair enough. That's no, still cool. Yeah. So we got that. And then um, he did a kids CrossFit uh, 12-week uh, program at my gym uh, that ended like in early December. And he really liked it. Uh-huh. So we're signing him up for CrossFit. Uh, they have a teen program that's like three days a week in the e- in the evenings. Yeah. Like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So we're trying to figure out. So he got a pair of new Nike Metcons. Oh, cool. He got some uh, gym shorts. And so he's ready to go down that path. We just don't know when we're starting him because January, this month, I'm on the road quite a bit. Yeah, I've got this whole month is so trashed. I'm, at, as of right now, I know I'm home for a week, but my trip to Japan at the end of the month might be cut short because it originally is, it's still currently booked for two weeks. Sure. It might be cut down to 10 days or even seven days. So then it's like, okay, so then I'm home for two weeks. Do we start Grayson now or do we just wait till February where I'm home most of the month yeah, yeah. and do it then? But so like from a gift opening standpoint, like Grayson opened up, you know, some some clothes and yeah, you know, the normal shoes and stuff. stuff though. Normal stuff. Yeah. But if you, if you add up the receipts for the cost of the summer camp and the, the cost of like the CrossFit stuff, it's... It adds up. Yeah, and that stuff is not cheap. But no, but it, it, and I don't think he necessarily might be aware of that, but I know he's he's looking forward to those experiences. But I, you know, yeah. well, and that's the thing. Like I, I like to get my nieces and nephews' experience stuff. So we're gonna do, and he's definitely down that path now. Yeah, I've got to figure out if I can get tickets. But the Super Mario World at Universal Studios opens in uh, mid March. Yes, so it's gonna get tickets for after that and take a couple of the kids to that because they're old enough, and I think that'd be fun. Yeah, and I might have the weekend if if I end up going to Japan for either the ten days or the the two week thing. Sure, I have that free weekend. And so I was thinking about taking the bullet train over to Osaka. Undoing the Universal and doing, Osaka. Yeah, and yeah. then ruining Super Mario World for you. <laughs> you won't ruin it. I've seen a bunch of stuff about it already. Yeah, but I'm like, oh, don't do that or do this. Yeah. Or, I mean, it. whatever. I've never even seen the Harry Potter thing, so that'd be kind of cool. I haven't been to Universal Studios. It's been three years for oh, me. Oh, it's been decades. I don't know. But I, I went to City Walk. Okay. I didn't go to inside Into the, the park. park. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even remember when I went, what the newest attraction was. Like, oh, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I mean, uh, I remember like, I remember like, you know, backdraft and I remember like the tram tour. And I remember the last the, time I was in the park was probably high school. Yeah. That, that kind of sounds about right. Yeah. Like for when the last time I was there, maybe like right after high school, maybe, but I don't I mean, think it's not convenient for us. No, that, right? that it definitely isn't tell, but it's still one of those and it's also one of those theme parks where it doesn't have like a ton of like thrill rides. 
you know, like no, 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 no. They have like the tours and the what? Uh, they have the like experiential rides, I guess. You yeah, would call the, it like the tram thing. They have the, the tram tour. They have those stunt shows. They have that stupid uh, Jurassic Park uh, water ride. Okay, I don't even. Maybe that was. It's like a boat or something. Yeah, it was yeah. new last time I went. I don't. They have ET. Yeah, I remember that one. And you give it your name, and he creepily says, "Yeah, goodbye, Matthew." But that, isn't that the like kind of the same as flying over California? Like it's you're sitting in one of those. No, you're on a the little bike. I oh, think. you are. Yeah, I, I think remember. it's like a. I think it's just like a car that goes. It's like a dark ride, basically. Yeah, Grayson's never been. He's twelve. He'll be thirteen yeah. in April. So I mean, I, I think at some point we want to go. And I know he, he's aware that there's a Fast and Furious thing. Oh, there at, is at Universal Studios, and I don't, I don't know where it is. If it's part of is like a, the tram tour thing, yeah, it's like a show or something. Maybe, maybe Dominic pulls up, Dominic Toretto pulls up in his charger and, and tries to race the tram, and right both the tram, after the shark tries to eat yeah, you, yeah, and they yeah. both the tram and the they charger both, wheelie? both do wheelie. Oh, yeah. that'd be perfect. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea, but I got for Christmas. I got an air fryer. Air fryers. I, I'm so like the, honestly, I've used it. There are two types of people that own air fryers. Yeah. One that use it for everything and it's the most amazing thing ever. And the other that have owned one and never really found a use for it. I have used it for a lot of stuff. Already? already. Yep. Wow. Uh, in fact, New Year's Eve, I made harissa chicken and Brussels sprouts and I made it all in the air fryer. And it was it awesome. Was faster, easier? 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah, it was quick. It was easy. What would it made, have been in a normal oven? Uh, 25 minutes like no, i, I don't know like, i don't even know that it's necessarily f- it is faster for a lot it's of basically stuff but just like a, con- a convection oven it's a high-speed convection oven essentially yeah, yeah. but i did like but i did bacon f- i did uh i've done hash browns a bunch in but it but i don't like, understand where the air fryer part comes in is it just because it's high heat but yeah the there's frying- no you have like it's not really there's no like real fry and i mean unless you're putting a bunch of oil on something it's not really frying it it's yeah. just convection oven cooking it and if you want stuff to get crispy like you have to spritz a little bit of oil on it okay so there's no it doesn't eliminate the oil it's just like a it's quick it is definitely quick okay but i mean i like like i said the hash browns probably the best hash browns i've ever had have you tried cooking something that you would cook in a microwave in there like a hot pocket or something to see what it does no because i i mean i don't imagine you anything i eat in the microwave right one of those One of those 29 cent Tina's burritos. Oh, man. Would that be? <laughs> lava on the middle. Or no, lava on the outside. Yeah. Ice cold Ice in the cold middle. In the middle. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm honestly, I, I like, I don't know. I, I like cooking stuff. Did and obviously, I like cooking. But it, it has been, it was a thing where, to your point, like, I was like, eh, we'll probably never use this. Yeah. And have used it at least like 12 times. I'm kind of opposed to what seemed to be like single use appliances. You can do apparently a lot of stuff in them i just haven't like figured out all of and it and that's yet. what I've, I've i've seen and and it's if you're on the internet i mean especially with friends of of our age you see people like, oh i just got an air fryer or you see somebody oh check out this air fryer recipe right. thing and it's like i don't care i don't i don't know i i think yeah, i mean i'm not like running out trying to start an air fryer club or anything like that it, but the fact that like doing bacon in it is like i love bacon i love bacon so the too. cool thing about the bacon at least from my point of view is it doesn't just sit in all the grease. Right. Like even when you do bacon in the oven, it's sitting in the grease right. unless you put it on a rack. Yeah. So the grease kind of falls to the bottom and you have a lot of control over it. It is definitely quicker. Okay. And you have a lot of control over your like ratio of crispy to chewy. All right. And it it's that part is pretty rad alone. And then like I said, the hash browns. So we did like bacon and eggs and stuff like a couple nights and had hash browns and stuff in right. the air fryer. 
crispiest hash. I love crispy hash browns. Yeah. So the crispiest hash browns I've ever had without being, they're not burnt. They're just crispy. crispy. Yeah. And it was like, so a lot of that, like I like that element and it's pretty fast, like five, 10 minutes. What's cleanup like? You, it's all stain or it's all, yeah, it's all um, a little tray kind uh, of thing. You pull it out. Yeah. And... You take it out and it's all that nonstick. I okay. mean, it did you brush it with one of those safe brushes and I mean, everything just falls. Cause to me, off. like an, super air, easy. an air fryer is like a countertop bread machine. Like it's just oh, I a, remember those. <laughs> a thing that takes up a ton of space Yeah, and it, it does, you know, one or two things good, you know, really well, but then you're like, all right. I mean, I think the fact that, you know, as I was telling my brother-in-law, oh, I got air fryer. He's like, well, if I, you probably won't even use it 10 times. And yeah. I probably have used it 15 or so already. All right. And so just keep doing that. We had meatballs one night. We did in the air fryer. Um, I mean, like the veg stuff turns out really good. Like I love Brussels sprouts and you get this perfect, like kind of chewy with crispy on the outside. Now, what size air fryer did you get? Cause I know they come in all sorts of yeah, sizes. It's, a, it's a, the like, one I had is like 10 quarts. So it's big. So like toaster oven bigger about that. Yeah. Okay. But it's got the basket is a split basket so you can hook them together or you can do two different things. Okay. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. But Whatever, a, I like it. With a split basket, does I mean you have two different like zones or temperatures? No, or? that's the the it it's you'd have to do both things at the same temperature, but you can do you can pull one out. And yeah, and it, one it's I don't know how the hell the thing yeah. works, man. I'm still learning about a bunch of it, but you know what? Is there a brand of choice when it comes to air fryers? Like I don't know. I have no clue. Is there yours was, a brand that you've heard of? Nope. Yeah. It was a, and I, apparently none of them are like they they have them. Why not? Like Ninja. Like, yeah, yeah. Ninja things. has one. Sure. And I don't even know if Ninja is like a good brand, but I know they're around. I have a Ninja, one of their little blender thing. Yeah. So it does works Jeanette. really well. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bottle. You screw yeah, the yeah, lid on. Exactly. Loud uh, as shit though, but it is, it is super loud, but it works. Is, but for a company called Ninja, you would think that thing oh, would be yeah. like whisper quiet. No, 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 no. Instead, it sounds like you've got like a gas-powered like <laughs> weed whacker. Yeah. yeah, it's like those gas margarita makers. Yeah. Uh, the what the frick, man? Uh, anyways, I don't know. It, it's fine. I like it. There was another thing that I was gonna. Would use you replace something. your toaster or oven with it or your microwave? Oh, I know. What I was gonna say. Speaking of, okay. Speaking of, so okay. there's a bunch of companies now. We were at Home Depot. Yes. Uh, recently, and l- wandered through the appliances. A lot of ovens and things now are coming with a built-in air fryer. Just using the convection. Yeah, so realistically, it's just a convection oven where the fan goes faster than a regular convection oven. Okay. Right, so it's got better circulation. air faster. Yep, and that's about it. So I guess they're doing ovens and stuff with that built-in now. All right. Microwaves with built-in air fryers, I think. Yeah, because I know I've seen like convection microwave ovens. Right. I've seen that as a thing, so Mm -hmm. that kind of makes sense. I'm all for it. Like I said, that chicken. Yeah, was good. Yeah, I mean, normally you make a pretty thick chicken breast, and it could take a decent amount of time in the oven right. right, to get it done. This was literally like maybe 20 minutes, and it was super juicy. The longest part of it was marinating the chicken. Oh, it's not bad. No, I made a really good harissa turmeric cumin marinade. Sounds fancy. It was awesome. Well, not really. I bought the Harissa from oh. Trader Joe's. So you, you, you uncapped the bottle. Well, then I added a couple things. I did. I churched it up, if you will. Yeah. 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 Jeanette always says she, she uh, juiced it up somehow. You're yeah. Like, All right. Yeah. You know, I didn't just take it stock. Gotcha. But back to your Fast and Furious comment, uh, you know, what came out is the Fast and Furious Skyline in Lego form. I saw that, but the already way- backordered. Already back ordered, yep. and then they introduced four more speed champion sets that don't ship until March. I only saw the one, the fast. What are the other ones? The other four there's a Ferrari 812, there's a McLaren F1, and some other new McLaren like combo. Are they 
You can pre-order them, or they just don't ship until March. They showed them. They showed them. Oh, got it. You, you, they showed it on like social media, and you clip like shop now, and oh, it sure. takes you to the product page, but you can't pre-order. You oh, can't yeah, do anything. Yeah. It, what they decide to pre-order versus back order versus it never makes it's any bizarre. Sense. No, yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me either. So yeah, there's there's four new Lego Speed Champion sets coming out. They're also turning the four GT into a Technic set, right? A 1400 piece Technic set. Yeah. Yeah, and Grayson loves the 4GT. Yeah. So he might like that. I, I showed him pictures of it, and he's like, it looks It's hard odd. to tell in the pictures. The proportions are kind of... Yeah. Some of the Technic sets are always a little off, I guess. Yeah, they... I mean, they, it's a hard thing to build in anyways. Yeah, but I, I think the the creator sets are much more accurate in terms yes. of the, the body shape and, right. and appearance, whereas the Technic's... They take more artistic liberties with how the panels are represented, but it's a lower cost set, so it's it's kind of hard to complain. They had a lot of they had a lot of new sets get announced like throughout a bunch of different themes, but one that I think is really cool is the uh, what is it the Mokusai the Japanese wave. Oh yeah, I saw that in the, in like their art series form, yeah. right? So it comes in the frame and and it's cool. I was looking at it, so it's built out a little bit. So it's like they made three it three dimensional in yeah. certain aspects. It looks really cool, but there's another one that's already back ordered. Yeah, I, and it, to, until who knows? Oh, it's back ordered until March, which I, I don't understand. And I'm always curious, like when they when Lego comes out with a set, like let's say that that Japanese art piece, yep. do they go okay, initial production run ten thousand sets? Like I don't know what the quantities of, of these things or are. What the criteria is for figuring it out? Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's interesting because a lot of those. It's what it's interesting to me what back orders immediately and then what sits. Yeah, it's kind of like weird. Like there's a they did a f- one of those battle pack things where it's like mini figures and like I think a little small build. Yeah, uh, from I think it's from Clone Wars from Star Wars, but whatever they did that and that's like a twenty dollar set, right? Already back ordered. But then the other stuff that they have um, those brickheads they did one of the Tuscan Raiders. You can find that. Yeah, so it's weird what. What is what is and isn't yeah, and what people end up like wanting like they did a little you know those micro fighters they do they're like the like a mini ships or mini car or whatever with yeah. a full size minifigure they have a Boba Fett one that one's not on back order so it's just weird like what what I guess why is certain things back ordered to your point did they just not anticipate the demand do they do that on purpose it's 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 interesting to me and then all the stuff that's just coming soon but you can't pre order. Versus yeah. the stuff that you can, can pre-order. And maybe the pre-order opens up as you get closer because we're, we're still three months out. But yeah. The other thing I find interesting is, like, again, talking about sets that you don't know if they're going to work or not. Like, we talked about the the Lego foosball set. Yeah. And you said it was lame. And you apparently were correct because it was already marked down, like, before Christmas. Like, oh, on really? sale. Yeah. Like, Did you get it then? No, no. Oh. It was 30% off, but I still didn't want it that much. How, well, how much is it anyways? Do you remember? It was, I think it was, like, Two, maybe two forty nine or something like that, and it was like one sixty nine or yeah, that's like at a hundred bucks. I could see that being a set to pick. Yeah, and I, when I saw it in in person in the Lego store, you look at it, and you're like oh, it is kind of a odd scale. It's, I haven't seen it. Yeah, you're not missing much. No. I did see the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, I don't know who's. I don't know who's buying it, but it is effing massive. It's massive. It's but, five feet tall. Where are you putting it? But it's also a super repetitive build. I, I don't know. It's got four of the same sides, right? So well, you're building true. the same railing all over and over and over again. And I guess you build the... It's in sections. It's in three sections. Yes. And you apparently it's done that way so you can transport it. Where are you moving it to? 
from your kitchen table to the wherever you built it to the where you're going to display it, I guess. Yeah. My only favorite tidbit about that is the railing to to replicate the the curved railing. Uh-huh. They used gray bananas. Ooh. So the Lego minifig banana. Yeah. The little thing that yeah, the, yeah. the minifigs hold, they just cast those in gray plastic. And that's like the architectural curved railing all around, I don't know, all the levels or at least one of them. It's but. pretty funny the stuff that they repurpose for oh, yeah. other things, right? Yeah. Like the the snow speeder, the back of it has a bunch of little fins on it. And if you look at them, they're just the ice skates, yeah, the blades. Jeanette got, uh, she's she likes the crater floral sets. Like uh-huh. she's got oh, yeah, yeah. the succulents. She uh-huh. just got the orchids for Christmas. That was okay. Grace. Grayson got that for her for Christmas. And the... The, the pistils, the little spiky things that are coming yep. out of the center of the flower, they're ray guns. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just in a different color. The uh, the succulent set has some stuff in it, too. Yeah. Yeah, it has some interesting stuff. But it here's another one. So the, the I think it's the City Series or whatever their normal like cards and stuff are. Yeah. They came out with a slushy truck. Okay. Right? So it's almost like, like the burger truck yeah. or whatever, but just slushy truck. Already backordered. Huh. But why why that? But yeah. The garbage truck is backordered. They have a brand new garbage truck that just came out backordered. So the, I guess the question is is do they build all of the sets in the same initial order quantity or does it vary? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because I mean like the I looking at like my local Target store which is now kind of like the closest Target retailer and right. it has like the I mean it's got a full a full aisle and then half of another aisle. Yeah. So it's got three sides right. of an aisle, basically, worth of inventory. And so some of them, like, the, the city collection is pretty prominent. And then some of the other stuff is not as, like, they don't have as many sets from those. So I wonder if it's like, okay, if it's going to be a new city set, they got to build, you know, 75,000 kits. Well, I wonder, like, and also, like, okay, here's what's available from Lego.com. Here's what's available in our stores. Here's yeah. what's available at Target and or Walmart. Right. How do they, I, I, don't, I have no idea how they figure out that I, out. And, and th- I think the thing I would love to see, and I, I've seen those how it's made episodes. Oh, they yeah, show, sure. And they, they show you how the bricks are made. Right. I want to see how the kits are formed. Yeah, how are they, like, how does that line put the stuff in the bags? In the bags, number the bags. And, and there's got to be a reason that you get the extra pieces you get. I think it's based on weight, and that's how they can tell, but then they always throw in, like... A lot of the smaller, like the single one by one right. bricks, you'll get three or four extra. Yes, always. So I wonder why. I just actually built the green lotus. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. It was missing pieces, Grace, and I haven't had that in a while. Grayson was building. He got the Ferrari. The um, oh yeah, what is it? The four eighty eight, the, mm-hmm. the race car Technics Ferrari. He got that from Christmas from his aunt, and he said it was missing a brick as well. But he had a similar set uh upstairs that he had already taken apart so he went upstairs grabbed the brick that he was missing and put it all together i needed just a one by one basically but i ended up using a smooth one instead because there was nothing clutching to it yeah so it was not a big deal i mean you can know the the one thing i will say is the lego customer service is pretty awesome because you can even do it all by yourself on the website say i'm missing a piece tell them the seat uh, the set number look up the piece give it that part number and that's all they need they don't need a receipt they don't need any sort of validation like all right, yeah. I've even messed up stickers. They'll send you new stickers. Yes. Yeah, which is really cool. We ordered a, a car, and that was one thing that was interesting with this Ferrari set, is usually the sticker sheet's just in there with, like, the instruction book. What? And in one of the sets, it was kinked. Right. And there was, like, a big old crease to the sticker. So they sent us a new sheet. In this Ferrari set, they had a kind of really thick cardboard 
folder. Yeah, I've seen that a couple times. Kind of like the like the um, when you get like a UPS yep. envelope. Yep, or FedEx or whatever. Yeah, we yep. tear the strip. So it was one of those, and inside they had two pages of decals. Yeah. And so Grayson built that entire Ferrari set, but didn't use any of the stickers. Like he he wanted to look more of like a street car uh-huh. rather than a race car. So we used just like the there's a windshield banner that says Ferrari. There's a the the Ferrari emblem on the hood, and then like two stickers on the side to replicate the window cutouts. Oh yeah, right. And that's it. Yeah. The rest of the livery he left off. Oh, that's cool. And I think the set looks better. Yeah. Because a lot of the stickers, and by the time you go to put them on, they're crooked. I I can't do. I'm not good at them, I'm, and they look terrible. Grayson knows that he's like when it comes to stickers, he just calls me over, and I'm the one that puts the stickers. Oh really? On. So I've I've gotten pretty good at doing the layout on them, but. I just don't have the patience. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't care. And for me, I don't mind doing it because that's all I'm doing on the build. So right. every 20 minutes I come over and apply a sticker. sticker. Yeah. And then I can do something else. Whereas if I'm in the middle of a build, I just want to keep going. Right. I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a, like, I don't collect the modulars, like the buildings. Yeah. But every year they come out with a new oh, yeah. one. Did you see the new one at the at jazz club? I. It looks kind of cool. I saw them teasing it, but I yeah. haven't seen the set. I saw we, the set. I mean, I, well, I didn't see it in person. I seen the pictures of it and all the features. I think it's kind of neat. We did a similar. We do a similar thing with Christmas because uh-huh. every year they do like another Christmas, yeah the Christmas set yeah yeah. So this year's was like a street car oh. that had a, a music shop and a toy shop. I think it was okay and uh, smaller buildings and stuff. But we we picked that up and oh, we cool. built that and that's up. Do you have your mountain. little Christmas village you put out? Yeah, and it's up on the mount on the mantle and it's do all you, Lego. Do you, do you take it all apart and then rebuild it every year, or you just leave them together? Uh, we take it apart, sort of, just in so like it, chunks. Yeah, so yeah. it fits inside the the container because we yeah. don't hang on to the original boxes. Right. We don't. We keep the instructions, but usually we just do that so we can download the PDFs and sure. then get rid of the instructions. But yeah, those. I mean, a lot of those buildings are neat. The winter one. So Jason does the same thing. He yeah. has. He's been on a few times, but he's got that same. He's got a whole winter village, and then he collects the modulars, and he'll sometimes snow those up. With white bricks? Yeah, it gets like white bricks and okay. build snow onto them so that they look like they belong in the winter village. Yeah. So we... You got, got the gingerbread toilet then. <laughs> we we got a decent amount of stuff, but the, the big thing we did after Christmas was actually get rid of a bunch of stuff. Oh. We uh, finally, like, I, I don't know what it was. I was like, all right, I got to get my closet, my my portion of the closet, like, under control. And so I, I took everything out, donated a bunch of stuff. I donated... Three suits, a bunch of dress shirts. I'm surprised you have three suits. I had five. I still have two. Wow. Um, and so I never need them, but you never know yeah. if I'm going to you know, sure. a formal event or whatever. So I kept two of the more, I guess, classic styles. One's a, a, a black suit. It was like a Calvin Klein. And I think, and then the other one was. You could be men in black for Halloween. Yeah. Well, it's got a texture to it. Like <laughs> it's it's an interesting fabric. And the other one is a Kenneth Cole. Uh, dark like navy blue with pinstripe mm. suit and then the rest of the stuff I donated to a, a, a place called Working Wardrobe. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. And so I I, I didn't want to go the Goodwill route um, mainly just because the Working Wardrobes, they specialize in like job rehabilitation and helping people get jobs. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot of ex-military. Yeah. It's people that were uh, formerly or currently homeless or whatever, but they're in need of professional business wear work clothes right Right. and so that i felt was like a a better choice for those for those suits so i I donated a bunch of that and then i took 255 pound you know the the black uh industrial trash bags yeah 
that'll that'll fit in a 55 gallon uh, barrel. Uh-huh. Filled two of those to the brim of just clothes like shorts, pants, stuff that I had hanging on a hanger, and I was like, I haven't worn this in years, and just yeah, I need to go down. through a bunch of stuff and get rid of. Like I have some shirts I'll keep because they're like you know I bought I like. My stuff from Patagonia. Yeah, I mean, right? there's like stuff, stuff that's, like that. that's it's 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 a challenge because some of it's like okay, it's there's some sentimentality to it. Some of it's like, well, yeah, I, I could wear that. And there's some stuff, even though I don't wear it, I couldn't get rid of it because I, there's still a need for it. Like, I don't typically wear long sleeve shirts. Yeah, but it I, doesn't mean you don't need them. Right. So I right. kept like two flannels. Um, you know, so it was that kind of thing. But Jeanette, and I both went through our closets, and it's it's a uh, it's amazing how much more room we have. I got rid right. of three pairs of shoes, so now I'm down to just 21 pairs. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> well, yours, you still keep them in the shoe box and stuff. A lot of them are in the boxes, so they're stacked. And the only reason I do it is because I can stack them. Yeah. I ended up getting one of those um, hanging closet oh, like, yeah, cloth the, organizers. Yep. It's not specifically a shoe organizer. Oh, okay. But it's this one, because I have two... I have two um, closet rods a lower one and an upper one mm-hmm. so on the lower one hanging i think it's about like 12 inches wide 12 inches deep and it's about it's like boxes three kinda. feet yeah yeah and so i can fit two pairs of shoes in each box oh that's cool so i've got most of them hanging up and then underneath there's still room to have yeah. shoes on the carpet underneath it so we did that and that uh that made a big difference and then so a lot of it was just kind of getting rid of stuff decluttering and also it was taking advantage of the time of year to get donations to be used as tax deductions. No, sure. You know, at the end yeah. of the year. So like, yeah, I, I really need to go through and clean up. I've, I've gotten rid of a lot of stuff like yeah. clothes and stuff. And like every time I move or every like yeah. once a year, I'm like, get rid of half the shit. And so I got rid of a bunch of stuff, but I could go back and do it again. There were stuff I didn't even know I had in my, my pile. Like oh, I had a sure. pair of, um, Adidas three stripe uh, like warm up pants, you know the black yeah, yeah. pants with a white stripe. Yeah. Didn't even know I owned a pair. You know it was just at the bottom of the pile. I was like, oh, all right. So you know, pull those out. It's like, okay, I've got those accessible. Yeah. So well, I realized too that the my clo- <laughs> I hang my shirts up in my closet, my right. t shirts, and so the right side of the closet is the same like twenty shirts I wear all the time. And the left side is the, the left is like stuff I don't touch and then I have a drawer that's got all the like this the you know, the stuff that I don't wear every yeah. day. But it turns out half the closet I don't wear every day either. So I could go through a bunch of it. Right. So yeah, same thing. I, I got rid of a bunch of stuff and then yeah, it was just interesting to seeing like what fits and what doesn't. And it yeah. and it's not so much that like I've gained weight. It's that my my body mass has been moved to different areas sure so like my chest and shoulders are broader than they they were in the past uh-huh. so shirts that would fit fine and and i don't know why this is always the the ultimate fit check is you put a top on and then you have to cross your arms yep that everybody that's how you do it but why because how often in life are you actually doing that well, you know what's funny i had this exact conversation a week ago because I tried something on and was like, oh, it doesn't. And then the person I was, that was, I was yeah. talking to said, when do you do that? But at the same time, when I did that cross arm check and it right. didn't fit, I'm like, right, get rid of yep. this. Yeah. No, I, I totally get it. I tried on a shirt. I got a new flannel from Ruka. Yeah. And I tried it on. And that's the very first thing I did was the <laughs> arm cross thing. Yeah. And they're like, you don't do that in real life. Is, is there like a, a equivalent motion for like pants? Is it like squat check? I think or something? it's like the score, like the the lunge. Yeah. Oh, the lunge. I yeah, think the would... lunge is a good one. All right. Yeah, I'm I do that, that sometimes. But I tend to wear like 
all my, I have all the fabrics that I tend to wear on my lower body are stretchy at this point. They need to be stretchy for my, yeah. Cause my problem is, is my, my quads yeah. are large enough that they take up most of the room in my pants. Uh-huh. So then when I put stuff in my pockets, my pants get kind of tight in the pocket right. area. And so having something that has like that four-way stretch or yeah. some elastic to it, at least I makes like, it more comfortable. I like to feel like, you know, if I need to do like a run or something suddenly, or maybe do some karate. Some like high I'm, kicking. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not, my problem, like I sit down like the pants I'm wearing now, well, I have pants on, which is weird. I wore pants yesterday. Well, they were like joggers, like yeah. sweatpants, but it was still weird. Yeah, I have my legs are covered. It's bizarre, but my calves are big. So like I'll go to stand up and they, they drag they stick yeah. basically. And mm-hmm. I have to like pull them down back towards my, my ankles. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's great times. It's, it's the challenge when you're as thick as we are below the waist. Right. When um, you got, uh, what is it? <laughs> At Oakland booty and a, I have no idea. Face of something. I don't know. Oh what yeah. yeah what is yeah. that called? LA face and an Oaktown booty. Something like I that. I think it's what it is. Yeah. I'm going to go with it. So five years ago today, by the way, I only bring this up because I'm still really proud of this. I made it to Ushuaia in South America, and I came up on my memories. Today. Five years ago? Yeah, it's not crazy. It doesn't seem that long ago. It doesn't seem that long ago, but I was looking, you know, it pops up on your book face memories, yeah, and yeah. I was clicking on it, and I, yeah, today, five years ago, I crossed the gate in Ushuaia. That's, it, it is weird how time seems to be such a weird thing, because again, we're still in a pandemic, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. depending and, on who you ask. Correct, and and. And going out in public, I mean, you still see people wearing masks, but yep. it's it's now like the the exception, not the rule. I was at REI yesterday, and almost every employee was wearing a mask. That's awesome. And I did hear a freaking hilarious comment. This guy, so the line was really long. Yeah. REI was packed yesterday. The line was really long, so I was waiting in line, and I happened to be stopped by where they sell the climbing shoes. Yeah. And the guy that was helping this little Japanese guy was the worker. Yeah. And he was helping this kid try to find climbing shoes. And he goes, you know what? Honestly, I don't think you know what you're doing. To the he, to the customer. He goes, I don't think you know what you're doing. I think what you need to do is go back to the gym and rent three or four more different shoes. So you even understand how the shoes work and oh, what you're looking for. That's actually not bad advice. It's not bad advice, but the way it was. Way imagine like it? a little Japanese man Big. with an accent. Yeah. Right. Being semi-condescending. To like a twenty-two-year-old kid, it was pretty freaking hilarious. It was like Mr. Miyagi telling him to fuck off. Yeah, yeah. But but it, it makes sense. The advice yes. was good. The way it was delivered. Because I've had those. So I've had conversations with people that have a little bit of knowledge but don't know how to use it, and they're right. either using the wrong terminology or they're focused on the wrong part. And that's basically what his point was: was you don't understand what you even want out of the shoe, and every like there's a bunch of different types of climbing shoes, right. And shapes and stuff. And yeah. He's like, go back and figure that out first. Rent, 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 before you spend you know 150 bucks. Or yeah, whatever. I've got a couple of buddies that are into climbing, and it seems it's one of those things where I don't know where it came from, and all of a sudden I know multiple people that go to cl- indoor climbing yeah. gyms. I used to go, and they go free climbing outdoors, yeah. and and it's like, who are you? I used to own my shoes and my harness. Yeah, I, I, I never know it sounds weird. I actually thought about getting back into it, and then I realized I'm just fat. So you think it's a lot be more easy. weight? There's <laughs> a lot more weight to pull up. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I used to really enjoy climbing. You know, Alyssa is super into it, right? Yeah, and she was one of the first. And then mm-hmm. also, I, I had like other coworkers and stuff that are, oh yeah, I go to this indoor climbing gym, yeah. and then um, I've got a, a friend that's got a little kid, and the kid goes to like an indoor climbing gym, and that, and he's. 
it looks like a freaking like spider crawling yeah, up the wall. That's I mean, cool. just, he's so quick and it's just well, it also helps that he probably weighs like fifty pounds. Sure. But it just seems so effortless how he's just scampering yeah. up the up the climb. I don't even know if it's still there, but Rock Creation in Co- used to be in Costa Mesa. It was down the street oh, from Oh, it's a like a pun on recreation. There you go. It was down the street from a friend's shop. So I, we used to go all the time. And they had like it was cool. They had this whole inverted section. Yeah. I was never. I couldn't do that. But there, you'd watch people just go over that thing like it was nothing. Yeah, fully upside when, down. When it comes to like strength training, like my strength is all my lower body. Sure. Like upper body stuff, I'm okay. But like when I'm in class and I'm seeing what other people are benching or other people are like pressing and stuff, and it's like, no, I'm nowhere close to that. Right. And it just as a percentage of my body weight, it's almost disappointing. Yeah, but it's everybody's like, got their thing, right? Yeah. So I mean, when it comes to like deadlift, back squat, front squat, like those things, no problem. But when it gets into like okay, bench pressing, like I'm I I bench press more today than I did when I was in high school, but but you still don't feel like it's a lot. No, like my max is like 185. I don't think I could do. And there's guys that are like a buck sixty that are benching like 225, and I'm like, Phew. yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't even think I could do 185. I can do it once. Yeah, I've done it once. Yeah. I haven't done it once recently, so I, I I never like wrote. Oh, my personal. I don't know what my person, my PBs or the rest of that shit are, man. Yeah, er- like everything it. is a personal best when you forgot what your previous yeah, best it's was. It's always a personal best. Yeah. So I made the mistake of deciding to do dry January. Why would you do that? Uh, I don't know, uh, especially since I t- completely failed to consider I'm going camping this weekend. And there's nothing to do but drink. Yeah, you have to have whiskey at camp. Yeah. Right? And then I'll be in D.C. for a week. And then I'm going to Texas, which is going to involve client meetings. So who are you letting down if you give up on dry January? Um, myself. Whatever. So is it okay to have exceptions? Like, make, like make, it's dry January at except home. for D.C. Dry at home. Oh, but okay. So if I go out for ramen tonight. That's not at home. I like it. I like dry it. Dry at home. I see. Because I think that's part of it too was like, if I would like to lose some weight. True. But I, I think that's where the calories kind of come on. I mean, at least when you're out and about, you're active. But then it's like when you're having like multiple beverages in a short time span, right. it's typically at home. Yeah, that's true. So maybe start small. I mean, I've start. already, I've made it this far. It's been two days. Yeah. <laughs> not, not even 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. It's been, <laughs> man, I look. It's not that I would never say I'm an alcoholic, but I do enjoy a beverage at night. I don't drink much. It's, like a it's, nightcap. Is it like I like to have a nightcap sometimes? Yeah, every once in a while I'll, I'll yeah. do like a, you know, a, a rum and coke or I'll sure. do like a, a cocktail of sorts. But I have beer in the fridge that's been there for months. Oh, man. Speaking of beer in the fridge that's been there for months, I have beer in the fridge that will be there until the cows come home. Because it's something you don't like, or is it well, for someone else that you're waiting to? No. So, well, I have like three or four high lifes in here that Miller have, High Life. Yeah, that have been there since the pandemic started. Do is, you remember I made the joke of? Is that I, the champagne of beers? It is. Remember, remember, I was like, oh, I don't know why everybody's freaking out about water. There's plenty at my yeah. grocery store, so that's still there. Huh. Um. Anyways, that's still there. That'll probably be there until I throw it out. But I have except you've just learned how to bake cookies. And beer in cookies is a good thing. Ooh, I like this idea. So you might be able to repurpose at least one make of those a, cans make of Miller. A beer. Okay, yeah. a beer cookie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Jet does them all the time, and they're phenomenal. That sounds really good. So I decided, I was like, you know, sometimes I want a beer, but I don't want the, the beer part. I don't want the alcohol part. I just want to drink a beer, 
Like I like the the taste of beer. So you're going to get some Odules? No. So I, Athletic Brewing is a non-alcoholic brewery. You posted a picture of it. It is. I bought their hazy IPA. I can't remember how I replied it. tastes like hazy gross. Yeah. It's not good. There's a very weird flavor to it. Well, it's the it's IPA. It's just well, okay, but I like IPAs. I'm a white guy with a beard. Yeah, uh, but I made it. I think like no joke, like three sips in and dumped it. So there are five. If anybody wants uh, athletic brewing, I'm waiting IPAs. For, I'm I'm scrolling back through our our group chat. So <laughs> like a couple out. of days ago, to, I said something like right away when you I have five it. of them, and they are terrible. You bought a six pack. Well, that you that's the only way to get them. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Fair so I was like, I'll try it. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot, and I I am sorry to have to say that I just can't do it. Yeah, you what posted is that noise. You posted a picture of it, and my first response was, "Looks like it tastes like a jockstrap, and it's non-alcoholic." Yeah, it definitely was bad. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I've made a mistake. I made a mistake. Do you think people actually? Because like, I I guess I'm kind of the same way with like wine. There, there are certain beverages that I don't understand why people would drink them like i don't i like wine i like red wine but then when they get into like you know oh it's bitter it's tart it's this and that it's just like it doesn't taste good like i I want my wine to taste like red kool-aid yeah see i like wine that tastes like goat poop and hay and manure and like barnyard stuff i know that's weird i understand with like the peatiness in your scotch or something like that like that i kind of get but with wine i and Jeanette and I are not really wine drinkers. Jeanette enjoys like a, a Moscato, like a dessert wine. Uh-huh. But when it comes to like reds, whites, Zinfandels, we don't know what the hell we're doing. So we don't bother to even order it. Right. And so it's, but then we always have this conversation. It's like, why would, who finds this like tasty, like yum? It's. I, I like red wine. That's like that. So. Because I always think about like those blind test, uh, taste tests that they do, you know, with two buck chuck. And that ends up being like the overwhelming winner over like the you know several hundred dollar bottles there's no bottle of wine at least in my opinion that's worth multiple hundreds of dollars that doesn't make any sense yeah 30 bucks maybe maybe if it's got a nice label that's how sure. i choose yeah 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 and i'll i like like i'm gonna like i said i think i'm gonna do a beef bourguignon so i'll get yeah. a nice red for this week and use that in my soup yeah for our christmas eve we uh we did the the convenient thing and we actually had it catered we went to there's a restaurant in irvine so about oh okay 25 minutes from our house called stonefire grill yep and yep. it's a chain they're good fast casual order at the they're counter they bring it but we we did their their holiday dinner and it was a bunch of breadsticks but uh sides so salad mashed potatoes we had chicken we had tri-tip Ooh, tri-tip's and good. we added on i think a, a rack of ribs so we had all sorts of meat and it was the same price just about as if we would have had to do all the cooking ourselves. Sure. And so it was worth paying for the comedians, but we picked up a bottle of wine. Yeah. And so at Trader Joe's, we're like, that's a cool looking label. That's was it good? <laughs> I don't know. We didn't drink it, but oh, the, the bottle have was, it now. The, no, the bottle was dusted like quickly, like after dinner. So it got what consumed. You, you, wait, so you did drink it. I did not drink it. Oh, I Jeanette see. did not drink it. Our guests got did. it. Got it. And apparently they either liked it enough that they finished the bottle yeah. or someone was hitting the bottle hard on their own. <laughs> but either way, you know, it's just like, all right. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I do enjoy a good wine. I like IPAs. It's going to be hard to go to trivia and not, uh, you know, not. But you're not at home. It's still, yeah, I don't know. Or I just figure it out. limit yourself to one. Yeah. Or just, I mean, I think the not is a, is a good option for most days. Like maybe I'll pick a day a week. 
There you go. Like a you cheat know? day. Yeah, sure. And then on your cheat day, just limit yourself to like one or two. <laughs> and then on your cheat day, just have 30. Well, no. No, I, mean, I know. I'm kidding. That's, the, that's the, I guess, the challenge. Right. So you're... Well, going, I don't think a lot of people realize how many calories are in beers and drinks. And especially have, you get into cocktail, like the sugar calories and the I rest have of no it. idea. It's a lot. Because it's not like there's nutritional labels on those packages. No, I think a typical IPA is like 300 calories. 150 to 300, depending on the beer. That's... A, a decent, a decent amount of calories, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have a six pack here at what? So you're you're going to DC. What airline are you flying? I'm on American. So not Southwest. No, thank God. I first off, I hate Southwest. I do too. I would rather uh ride Amtrak. <laughs> actually, you're not far off. I would rather let a someone give me a piggyback ride to wherever I'm going. Do you still have your Amtrak credit? No. You got rid of it? No, they decided to get it. It expired. Yeah, oh. it actually expired. And That's I actually evil. called. To complain? Um, well, no, I called to do something. It was like, oh, sorry, we can't help you. And I was like, come on. Who the hell's riding Amtrak? Just give me the credit back. Yeah. Like, no, you don't have people on there. No, no, it's gone. Which I'm not mad about. It's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. You, you weren't going to use it anyways, but no. it was just kind of a running no. joke of when you were going to go somewhere again. So you're flying American. Mm-hmm. My neighbors went up to the Bay Area on Christmas Day mm-hmm. on Southwest. And never came back. <laughs> they did not come back via plane. Did they rent a car? They did. This so happened to somebody I know as well. They uh, And so I, I had several friends and family members that were kind of re- impacted by it. Uh, the whole Southwest snafu. Yep. And I'm sure most of our listeners are aware of this, but basically there were some crazy blizzard snowstorms that shut down a couple of airports on the East Coast. I think like Buffalo, New York, and maybe one in Ohio or something like that. And the way Southwest tracks their employees is it's all under assumptions. So when they do the employee scheduling, they say, okay. They just guess? Sort of. They go, okay, the pilot... And the flight attendant is starting their day in, let's say, LAX. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to San Jose. Then they're going to Por- Portland. Then Seattle. Then they're flying to Denver. So they're going to start the day in LA and they're going to end their day in Denver, assuming everything goes according to plan. When there are delays yeah. or weather cancellations and the flight crew does not end up where they're supposed to, they have to manually call in and inform their tracking whatever and say hey i'm now stuck in seattle i need a hotel and you know the plane's here he wasn't able to take off yeah. or whatever so they're using a pen and paper basically basically or a ledger book yes yeah. they're using probably the microsoft excel oh god at best <laughs> but there's no automated tracking so right. when flights aren't made the employees actually have to call the headquarters and let them know where they are what Flights didn't get made also. So it's all manual. And right. so when they had these big snowstorms on the East Coast right at right before Christmas, it cascaded into this huge clusterfuck to the point where out of like five thousand flights canceled due to the snowstorm, Southwest had like thirty five hundred, four thousand of them. They had overwhelming majority of them. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, I mean United, American, Delta, they all had cancellations due but to the storms. But nothing like this. But they were yeah. all able to bounce back by right. the next day. Right. Southwest, it kept getting worse to the point where they decided to just cut back their entire flight schedule between Christmas and New Year's Eve. Which is exactly when you should do that. Cut it back to 25% of their normal flights just so they can get everybody 
like just the planes reset. and their staff yeah. to reset. Right. And so my neighbors flew up on Christmas Day. They got up to San Francisco, no problem. They were originally supposed to fly back on the 27th, on December 27th. And when they, 24 hours before their flight, they have to do the stupid check-in thing yeah, so right, they can right. zone A, B, C, whatever. Nope. They're doing that, and they're unable to check in. Then the site crashes on their phone. They get back into it, and then they see that the flight's been canceled. So at least they knew before getting to the airport yeah. that they were screwed. But I was reading articles where people are like, oh, yeah, I was at the airport, and then 12 hours later, I got a, a call or a text or an email letting me know my flight's been canceled. And I was like, yeah, I've yeah, already been sitting at the airport the whole time. Yeah. Because I know somebody that was supposed to be coming back from Sacramento on Christmas Eve. It took them three days they- of constantly going back and forth to the airport. Why? Because they basically they just kept saying, well, you'll have to come back tomorrow. This oh, is the flight you're on. Yeah. They booked. They tried to book flights with other airlines. It and was a whole problem. Full, that yeah. was all fucked up. They were lucky enough to get their bags back. Okay. Which. Yeah. That was a big deal because a lot of people lost. Well, not lost, but their luggage was who knows where. Who the, knows where? The luggage actually made it to the destination without them. Yeah. Right. So they finally said, "F this." Rented a car and drove back from Sacramento. That's what the, that's what my neighbors did, and it's you know it's eight hour drive usually. Mm-hmm. They hit enough traffic that it took them eleven hours. That's exactly what happened to the to the people from Sacramento. And of course, they can't just drive home. They have to drive to the airport. Yep. To then get the car that they left at the airport when they had their and outbound return flight. the rental car. Yeah. Yep. Return the rental car uh-huh. and do that. So that they picked up the car at a noon on December twenty eighth and made it home at about midnight. That's crazy. <laughs> Did you hear about, there was, I read a thing, I think it was yesterday, this guy, his daughter, so he's from like, I think Simi Valley, his daughter was trying to get out of Denver, couldn't get out, he finally said, F this, drove to Denver, picked her up, and came, and drove back. Probably before her flight would have ever made it. Yeah, Yeah, it's insane. That's totally insane. Through a snowstorm. And I'm about to go on a flight to Japan, of course, I don't have to deal with Southwest, that should be fine, but it'll be interesting to see, and I think the, the hard part is, is like, one like the perception of Southwest is obviously in, in the in the shitter. Yeah, for but sure. Even if they fix the software and implement you know automatic tracking and scheduling and all that stuff, they're still trash. There, that's true. But also, there's no perceivable difference to the general flying public until the next major right. storm. And they don't fuck up. And they don't yeah, fuck right. up. Yeah, but until then, like you don't know if. I know somebody that got stuck in same deal. It was Southwest. They got stuck in like Kansas City or something like that. Like they made one flight or no? Like they were trying to come back oh. and from Kansas City, and they ended up. I think this is really sad, but they ended up having to book a flight on Spirit. Oof! To get out from bad to worse. Yeah, Spirit Frontier Southwest, the holy trinity of garbage. I would say Southwest. I've actually I've flown. I have flown Frontier. I have flown Southwest. I have never flown Spirit. I will. I have. It is terrible. Yeah. It's it's basically the same thing as Frontier. It's, it's, it's awful. Greyhound with wings. Yeah, yeah. At best, you pay for. Oh, you wanted to breathe. You needed a seatbelt. You wanted a seat. That's all wanna, extra. You want to? Yeah. You want to pick your seat. That's extra. You yep. want to carry on a bag. That's extra. If you want to put it in the overhead storage i believe it's extra it still cracks me up that when you go to check in your bag and they're like oh it's overweight just put it in your carry-on it's all going on the same plane yeah I and know. i understand it's probably for the worker so they they have a bag weight limit like so the workman's cop hurt. kind of thing yeah. yeah probably but it's still funny 
Oh yeah, I agree. Like that extra ten pounds is—it's not like I'm leaving it. And then you look at the the size of the general population that's flying. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, for real. Hmm. Nobody's weighing anybody at the airport. I wonder I if that'll ever happen. Uh, I'm sure there. I'll bet you there's an airline somewhere that already does it. Some low cost airline mm-hmm. that'll charge you based like, on weight, like Mohican Air. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man, but it's fine. Did you do anything for New Year's? No, we haven't done anything for New Year's in a long time, and we usually mean, we just like being in bed by like ten o'clock, which yeah. is low key. And because of the rain, it was a quiet New Year's. Usually, we yes. hear fireworks. Yep. We hear you know people banging. That's pots. actually a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it was really quiet. It was really quiet. Like people in Southern California don't know how to handle moisture falling from the sky, which is good in a way. It was. It made for a really quiet right night. It was quite pleasant. I don't. Lo- I like. I don't do anything on New Year's because it's always like amateur. You know, a bunch of it's the like the worst night to go out or do anything. Oh, yeah, it's sure. all the crazy. So just hung out. And yeah. I, yeah, we we had a low key evening, and then New Year's morning we went out for breakfast, which was yesterday. It was yesterday, yeah. and uh, we got out before the rain had started falling. So, like we like to take our we like to take our dog Pepper out with us, and so the the outdoor patio area, the chairs were wet, but we found a a, a table and chairs that were dry. So yeah. we, we we conquered that one, and just had a nice outdoor breakfast. In the uh, gloomy gray, yeah. a little chilly, but it was dry, and it was a lovely way to start off the new year. Yeah, you got to keep it mellow. Oh know? yeah, you got to keep it mellow. Yeah, I, I, we don't do like the whole New Year's. Uh, uh, I can't even remember the name. Making a resolution. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We don't do that. My New Year's resolution, and I've stuck to it for like over a decade, is to not make a resolution. Yeah. So here we are. Well, yeah, and I, I think that just it's. There's too much expectation to start off a new year and then start off a new habit. Like, if you're going to yeah. do something new, start it, like, some other time of the year where it's not all crazy. It's weird. Oh, excuse me. It's funny how much emphasis we put on the calendar. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, who cares? Just yeah. it, it could be June for all I care. Yeah, the, the best day to start to learn a new skill is today. Yeah. All right. Day Whenever that, that day is. Uh-huh. And so it, it's always interesting. And, like, I know in the next couple of weeks there's going to be a whole bunch of new people at the gym. And it's and they'll be there for three or four weeks. And that's what I was gonna say. I, you know, we're friendly. I'll I'll introduce myself, but otherwise, I just kind of wait them out. And if they stick around for like two months, then you know their conversation will kind of happen. Otherwise, it's just like when I was in retail automotive, I had a rule that all the new salespeople that came through, you had to be there three months before I'd learn your name. Wow. Mostly because I knew you wouldn't be there. Yeah. And I just didn't have the brain power. Do they all wear name tags? Uh, so like when you were face to face, you'd be like, "Oh, hey, Bob." Yeah, I mean, some of them did, some yeah. of them didn't, and I didn't care. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because when you have that much turnover, it's yeah. like, why would you go through that? Well, hassle? The sales department is just constant churn at a dealership, so yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it's fine. So I uh, discovered a new show that you should watch. All right, because it's fucked up <laughs> in like a really good way. Um, so I was thinking of Matthew and I thought this is fucked up and he needs to see that. No, like I've been telling everybody, I've been okay. everybody this show. So, um, it's, uh, there's two seasons. I just started season one. It's a Japanese show. Okay. And Japanese come up with some weird shit. Yes. Yeah, so you sent me this, the weird, uh, what was it? The, oh, the butthole. Yeah. The butthole. The eye butthole. Eye? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's apparently a Japanese God thingy. I, I don't know. What would is. you call that? Demon. Yeah, it's some sort of like idol spirit kind of thing. Yeah, but it's a like a demon that wears a kimono and gets it's, your attention and then drops its kimono and shows you its butthole, yeah, which is it's, an eye. 
It's Shirime, S-H-I-R-I-M-E. And this is a different kind of messed up, the show, though. Okay. So is this called, like spooky? No. I mean, maybe. Like it's, Saw? No, 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 no. Okay. So okay. it's called Alice in Borderland. So and, like Alice in Wonderland. Yep. And it's these three guys, these three friends are fucking around in Tokyo. They're actually in the Shibuya station. Oh, and they rad. are running from the cops. And the they hide in one of the bathrooms. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, the lights go out and it's quiet. And they come out and there's nobody. Like, like everybody's just gone. Japan is empty? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so they're like, what the fuck is going on? And they've this one of the giant billboards, the electric billboard, basically says, go this way to the game arena. And they're like, what the frick is happening? Okay. And they go to this place, and there's these cell phones, and they grab the cell phone, and it like says, okay, the game's going to start in a little bit. And a couple other people show up, and it's essentially like um, really messed up versions of different children's games. It's kind of like Squid Games, but not... It's a Japanese version, and they're it's really weird, dude. They go through, and they have to conquer like conquer these games. Okay. Otherwise, they die. All and right. there's I don't know how like I don't know how to describe it without giving too much of it away, but it's really like it's interesting ever, and kind of intense. Do they ever explain where everybody went? Uh, they haven't yet, but they're okay. getting to that part. So I'm on. Ep- it's only eight episodes long, and right. they're about forty ish minutes a piece. Okay. I'm on like episode five. I think we just finished of the first season. Yeah, of the first season, and it's gotten to the point where you're starting to get answers and get a little bit of more information. But is, it's like it's pretty messed up. Like one of the games is tag. Okay. Except for all of the participants are being like basically hunted down. Oh. And you have to. Um, I think the point of that was you have to find a room that has this button to deactivate the game to like conquer the game, and everything has a time limit. So what's the significance of the title? I have not figured that out yet, other than it's based on a graphic novel of the same name. Okay. By is a it, Japanese game. Yeah, is there a rabbit hole? Is I mean, it's just kind of interesting. It's, yeah, I don't know yet. It's Alice in Wonderland. <clears throat> and again, without like really ta- saying too much, I think I'm starting to understand the significance of the title, but I don't want to yeah, you don't postulate necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, anyways, it's one of those shows where I was like, oh, it's kind of, it kept coming up as recommended on Netflix. All right. And so I clicked through and was like, oh, I'm pleasantly surprised. Speaking of Netflix, we watched Knives Out, Glass Onion. Was rad. It was rad. I liked it. And I liked it enough that I, I saw the first one, the original Knives Out. It was really good. And I said, oh, we should watch that one again. Okay. Or I'll watch it again. And Jeanette had never sure. seen the original one. Okay. And so we looked through Netflix. It's not on Netflix. Can you stream it anywhere? You can rent it, oh. and it was on sale on Amazon Prime for a buck ninety nine. So two dollars oh, off. That's not bad. So last night we fired up. Yeah. Was it? Does it hold up? Starts playing. Oh, sorry, can't play this right now. Like what? Some streaming error. What the hell? I I start it up again. It starts playing. Stops. All right. I, I check my 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 internet bandwidth. Yeah. That's all good. Everything else is streaming. Any other program on Amazon Prime That's is streaming. That's the only thing that doesn't work? And I paid for it. Ah, it's dumb. And I have 48 hours to watch it, so I'm going right. to try it again tonight. I even went through uh, the Apple TV settings and updated. Yeah. So I'm now on, uh, what is it? Oh, I need to update mine. The OS, Apple TV OS is now like 16.2. So I, I did the big update, but it still doesn't work. I wonder if it holds up, because it was a good movie. I and it, it definitely threw the, me for a loop. I think I like the first one better. The second one was good. The second one was good, but the 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 whole thing with the second one is the the whole murder mystery happens at a murder mystery weekend. 
So it's a little meta in that yeah. regard. Yeah. Whereas the first one doesn't have that murder mystery premise. Right. Or it is a murder mystery, but it's not like a, a game that's being played that they're trying to figure out who did what. Right. So I think that's why I, I like the first one better. But the, the second one was good. And yeah. I watched it once with Jeanette. And then I watched it. We watched it again with Grayson. Because it's. It's not bad. It's not super violent yeah, or anything yeah, yeah. like that. So it, it was kid friendly. I was actually surprised. They did a pretty good job of. I I, ha, I think I had most of it kind of figured out, but I was still pleasantly surprised by the ending. Yes. And so when yeah. I watched it again the second time, watching and looking for some of those scenes, and you're like, okay, I see that now. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize that. Oh, I, I didn't notice that. Right. Um, and so it, to me, it was interesting. Like, as a director, shooting those scenes how they're able to capture everything but not give it away. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Because you'll see a weapon that you didn't realize was there or you'll see, like, something and you're like, oh. Yeah, something happens. Right. And it was in the shot the entire time, but you're obviously not focused on it. But right. on the second watch through, it was kind of almost more fun. Yeah, yeah. Because you know the ending. Now right. you're trying to figure out how do what leads me to that ending and do I see it as it's happening. I'll have to watch it again because I, I did really enjoy it. Yeah. I, I like the, the total Elon Musk send up like tech bro douche. Yeah. Dong. I love I love the part where he's like, that's not a real word. Oh yeah. yeah. He drops in like the incorrect word like several times yeah. throughout the, the movie and just When he what did he say? Something about like um placiate or yeah. I, I don't know. I don't remember what it was, but it was stupid. A bunch of made up words. Yeah, and and the whole time when he said them, that is something I did catch. I was like, that that's not a word. Yeah. You sound dumb. Yeah, I and it's like what's his dong. face? He's good. Yeah, all the actors are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was an entertaining watch. It was kind of like Jeanette and I, at the end of it, like we didn't know what to expect going into it, but at the end of it, we liked it, and we also liked um, Bullet Train. I haven't watched that one yet. That was also another movie that we didn't have a whole lot of expectations going into it. We just were hoping it was entertaining. Sure. It was very entertaining, and actually had a bunch of funny parts to it that we didn't expect. So Bullet Train is another, and it's it's a total popcorn kind of flick you don't have to really focus on any sort of deep plot right or follow along but it's an entertaining watch well i think with alice in borderland what ended up because it had kept coming up as a recommended show yeah and i read the description and i was like i don't get it did it just come out last year or no so i think it came out in 2020 the first season okay and then like the last season came out maybe last year um but it was one of those things where you read the description and i was like i don't get it but it keeps coming up so I'll press play. The, the algorithm knows more than I do. I guess. And I pressed play and then like started to like, it's very confusing at first because you're just like waiting. And it's one of those things like the ramp up's kind of slow. And then once stuff starts to happen, you're like, Ooh, okay, but why is that happening? Okay. But what? Whoa. Why? Right. Do you know what I mean? So you kind of get dragged into, it's one of those shows where, right. But I'm just going to watch one more episode because maybe I'll figure it out. Yeah. And I'll just watch one more episode because maybe I'll figure it I'm out. Looking at and the, then you're stuck in it. This was an actual TV series yeah. in Japan. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm reading the, the Wikipedia entry on it. And it's like, it stars two Japanese actors as right. allies trapped in an abandoned Tokyo, forced to compete in dangerous games, the type and difficulty represented by playing cards. There you go. To extend visas that, if expired, result in the player's execution by lasers being shot from the sky. Yeah, these lasers just come down from the sky and like... Vaporize you through your head. Oh, rad! Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. the The original release was December tenth, twenty twenty. There you go. So and then, so the next season must have been twenty one or something like that. Twenty two, maybe. 
Yeah, I guess the this says the series' first season was announced in July 2019 and filmed from August to December 2019. Set locations include Shibuya districts and a green screen studio replica of Shibuya Crossing. Yeah, which is actually pretty rad. Like it's eerie to see, especially it's a like you you know you've been to Shibuya Crossing, right? Yes. And you know how busy that thing is. There's no way you could clear that out to film. And make it empty, yeah. And they've obviously made a replica to make it look like. empty. And it's creepy to see it empty. So the second season launched December 22nd, 2022. Oh, cool. So that's new. So that's super new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, like I said, I think I'm at like episode five of season one. And it's that show that just every time you, you're, no, okay, I'm going to watch one more. Did you watch all five episodes like in the same night? No, I've watched one a night. Okay. But okay. no, that's not true. The first night I watched two, but I was like literally falling asleep. Yeah. So I just had to pause it and then come back to it. But I'm like, I'm vested at this point. I'm like, I want to know. And then you Is there find a out character that you're rooting for. Kind of. I, I can't again. I don't want to give it too much okay. of it away, but it definitely gets to the point where you start to find out just enough that you're like, okay, but. Yeah, but hang on a minute. Are these people were they picked at random or do That's, they have that part? I don't know. Okay, yeah, I have no idea. I didn't know if there was like some sort of backstory where. Well, at like, the very beginning, you, the assumption is that it's just the three of them, and then they show up at this first game, and, and some other, other people. people show up. Yeah, so there are other folks, but the the question is, where where did they come from? How did they get there? Where are they realistically? Right, and how do they view each other? Yeah, it's a trip. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and it's like there's a lot of little things that they did that was pretty cool. So like when they walk into like the game area, let's say it's just an abandoned building, yep. right? It's like a hotel and or a, an office building, and they walk in and there's this like little laser grid that kind of like sort of locks them into the building. Oh, all so right. it like registers that they've come in and they can't get out until right. they do. Well, something. I mean, they could or they, but they would die. Like the laser <laughs> yeah. thing would shoot them, but they like pick up these phones as one per person and it has this facial recognition thing. And then it tells them that's like where they get their instructions. Are they iPhones or some random generic Samsung? It looks like they're a bunch of random phones, but they, you know, that's kind of where they get their direction. And then it'll say like registration is closed. There are seven players in this game. And then they tell you what the game is. Interesting. It's super cool. It's really interesting. So kind Kind of related to phones. Last night we were trying to watch the original Knives Out and we yep. couldn't. Oh, did you try it on your phone? No, I'm not gonna watch it on. No, my I'm phone. just curious yeah, to play if it was an Amazon issue. So we decided then just to scroll through what else Amazon Prime had available, mm -hmm. and we settled on Superbad. That's a good movie. It's a great movie, and you know my wife and I we've seen it a bunch of times, and it's one of those movies like every time it's on like basic cable or something like we're on vacation we kind of end up getting sucked in and watching it sure but the phone thing made me laugh because everybody in the phone has a everybody in the movie has a flip phone yeah yeah so that whole act of them having to flip the phone open before answering the call was just kind of like a thought that i don't think grayson's ever really know that experience you could get him a flip phone i could and he'd be like what the hell it doesn't you know it doesn't do mine no you get him one of those foldy phones oh yeah but those don't flip the same way no that's true it doesn't they, have they the flip flick. like a book yeah, yeah. remember the the thumb Yes. The thumb flip. It was just a single motion with your thumb, and yeah. it would just spring open. Yeah. Whereas, like the the those Samsung Galaxy folds, you have to hold it like a book, and it's the OLED screen is sort of. Were you a razor guy? Did you I, ever get one of those? I never owned a razor. I worked at a cell phone store, so I used to repair those all the time. Yeah. I, I'd replace the ribbon cable and display assembly because the displays would go out. Right. So I did a lot of those. Or the StarTac, remember that? Yes, the StarTac yeah. was before the Razor. So I did a lot of those. And the StarTac was 
the factory BMW cell phone because you, you used to be able to get a BMW with a, a car kit. Yep. And you got a StarTac that had the, the BMW logo on it, and you could dock your flip phone into the center console. And there was a dedicated so uh, antenna, cellular booster, and everything in yeah. the car, and it charged it. So I remember doing that like back in the day. I did have flip phones, but never, never a razor. I had a uh, um, oh, Nextel. Oh, we so were all the, on Nextel. The, the, the shop. Yeah, the yeah. And then I had the flip. Yes. And ironically. And those remember, things are all like ruggedized, like walkie-talkie. Yeah, flip. basically. Yeah. They were right off of, uh, I had the black one that looked a little cooler, but uh, <laughs> I was their headquarters was right off the 405. Oh, really? Uh, no, yeah, right off the 405. And ironically, my phone worked really well. Right there? Except for in front of their building. Oh, no way. I would be on the freeway and go, hey, I'll have to call you back. I'm about to pass Nextel. What? Click. Yeah, and I'd have to call people back every there, time. There were a couple spots when we were going up that had that same type of thing. You knew where the cell phone signal was going to drop right. out. These days, I don't encounter those that often. Unless you're the orange circle for some reason has garbage reception. It doesn't matter who you're carrying. I wonder is. if it's just con- congestion. Cause like, I know every time, cause I'm going, I'm going to Las Vegas for the consumer electronics show. Yeah. That is the worst place to own a smartphone because no oh, matter what, everybody's on them. the networks overwhelmed the congested. And back in the day when iOS would actually let you go from like, uh, whatever LTE back down to 3G. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you could actually downgrade your connection speed. I would do that because then it, my phone would work flawlessly. Right, because nobody else is on that band. Exactly, right. but you don't have that ability in iOS to do that anymore. So now it's just my phone sucks no matter where I go. At the circle, it's like you're, at f- you're on 5G, but I don't know if it's congestion or they just haven't put enough because they're preserving the way it looks. Maybe they're not putting antennas up. I, I don't it's know. weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's it is definitely a black hole of service, and it drives me insane. So speaking of the the traffic circle, I was driving on the way here, and just like I think a light or two away, I was behind a Chevy work truck that had a bunch of bumper stickers on. God rides a Harley on the stake bed, and you can kind of tell a lot by the the owner based on the stickers on the car, and I kind of think I like this dude. The li- <laughs> you like him? Yes. Okay. The uh, the license plate frame. My other ride is your mom. Okay. Made me laugh. Uh, he's a biker clearly because he's got a sticker that says "Ride your chopper, fucker." <laughs> okay. That made me laugh. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, this he has a sticker on the back of his truck. If this was a horse, I'd have to shoot it. I'm like, all right. So he's a little country, a little right. little bike rider. Okay. Um, then he's got a big yellow bumper sticker that says this truck fucks. Okay. And I'm like, all right, I guess it does. I like it. And then underneath it, he's got a smaller sticker that just has a bunch of statements that are amusing. Um, it's got six statements. One is good poo, no wipe, one piss, no sex, or maybe it's got something I, I don't know why I would say no sex. And it says small wank, big cum. Okay. Yeah. I don't know where you get that sticker. Or why. Yeah. But just an interesting mix of... I, did you see the dude? No, did not see the dude. I was behind him. And he's got like a, a Joker's skate shop sticker on there. Uh-huh. And so he, he's a skateboarding cowboy Harley rider kind I... of guy. 
have. Well, I will say the most surprising thing about the back of this trek was yeah. there wasn't a single Trump sticker because I kind of figured that actually sounds like it should have one, but it in didn't. a way, but it does. So that's good. And so that was kind of re- refreshing. There's the super MAGA. I see it, the orange circle everyone's wants. A, ton, a Toyota Tundra. That's got stickers all over it? All I think I've over seen it. it. And I've never seen the person driving it, although I have seen it driving. But the guy's got all... He's one of the conspiracy theory wacky dudes. Interesting. And it's super bizarre. Um, yeah, I don't know. Did, <laughs> did I say so on Saturday... I was out walking the dogs uh, in the morning, and we're walking the dog in the morning. Yeah, and I, you know, the little free libraries. Yeah, yeah, the, you know, the little mailboxes. Yeah, they're all over around yeah. here. But we passed by one, full, <laughs> full of hot dogs. I saw that. So somebody put a bunch of hot dogs in it, and the guy happened to be standing there. He was coming out of his house, and I go, "Hey, you got a bunch of hot dogs in here?" He's like wait what for real and he came out and he was dying laughing he's probably one of my he says probably one of my daughter's friends he opens it and pulls the hot dogs out and they were not in the packaging there's oh no they're taken out of the package yeah just they were leaned up in front of a book called meatonomics like the economics of meat i guess and i wish i had gotten a picture of them leaned against the book i just got a picture of it closed i was i was dying it yeah. was it was amazing. I, I've seen a lot of those little lending library things. Yeah, there's a bunch of them around here. Yeah, there's one actually not too far uh, from our house. It's in the local park. Oh, cool. Like, I think the the city put it up or something yeah. like that. There's but, one. There used to be one down the street that was a little art gallery. So you, the people that lived yes, there would you mentioned that. Yeah, but they moved to Portland and Which, moved down the street from one of my friends, and then moved again to another part of Portland. Pretty cool. They probably had to do that to to whitewash their California roots. Maybe. So when they moved into the second neighborhood, and where'd you move from? Oh, just down the street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from Portland. Oh, right. okay. No, you got I, one of them damn Californians. It's, it's just, it's not every day you see a bunch of hot dogs shoved into a box on the side of the road. No. And it was fabulous. I was, uh, dude, I was it, laughing. It sounds so hard. amusing. It I was, mean, it was hilarious. It made walking in the rain worth it. <laughs> right. Just to see that. Like, the, I mean, the look on the guy's face was hilarious, too. He was like, Wait, what do you mean hot dogs? I was like, hot dogs in your box thing. Yeah, you got wieners in your box. Yeah, he's like, uh, what? And he comes he comes out of his little gate yeah. and, and looks, and he's like, he just started busting up immediately. He's like, that is amazing. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Because for the most part, I mean, hot dogs are kind of harmless. I mean, there's no real... Like, yeah, there's nothing. ...to leak or, or go well, stanky because it's all... Unless he left them in there long enough, I guess. It's all hoofs and snouts. I mean, really, what's... I walk by a lot of those things though, and hot dogs. No, 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 oh. the, the little <laughs> mini libraries, and I don't know that the ones that I walk by regularly, I don't see any movement in the books. I've always thought that too, but I, I, I've, I've never seen anybody actually interacting with those mailbox, those little I've lending looked, libraries. I've seen like, oh, okay, what's in here? Yeah, look through them, but yeah, I've, but like, I've never the like, window, but I've never yeah, opened sure, one up. Exactly, right. I only opened the one up because there's hot dogs in it. <laughs> And the fact that when he pulled the hot dogs out, Metonomics was the first book right there. That's pretty awesome. Just made it. Do you think the person put that book in there with the hot dogs? I don't know. I I hope they were that clever. That's pretty awesome. Or they saw Metonomics and went, I'll be right back. Yeah, I've got some right? hot dogs that'll go good with that. Yeah, I've got exactly what you need. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty damn funny. But that's it, man. That's been the last uh, week or so, two weeks. And I'm like... I got to go into work tomorrow. I do too. Wednesday, I have to drive to Las Vegas. The Consumer Electronics Show starts on Thursday. How long are you, how long are you staying? 
I don't know why they did the show. Usually, like, go through the weekend this time. Yes. Yeah, that's stupid. And Las Vegas does not need help selling hotel rooms over the weekend. Tuesday sure through doesn't. Friday, sure. Monday through Thursday, definitely. But once it gets to Saturday, Sunday, nobody wants to be there for a trade show or conference. Right. And so the the show runs Thursday through Sunday. I'm there Wednesday through Sunday. And I've got it, tried to schedule it so that, and that's the other thing. It's, it's part of it is the, the issue with the, what is it, the Consumer Electronics Association or whatever, the group that yeah. hosts the event. To get an actual booth space at this show is pretty expensive. Like it's six figures easily. You're not for a piece of carpet. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. For like a 10 by 10, 10 yeah. by 50, 10 by Just 20, something crazy, like that. Crazy amounts of money. So, what a lot of companies do is they'll rent out a suite at some fancy hotel off site so they don't have to pay the crazy convention center. But that's a pain in the ass for fee. everybody else. Yes, because yeah. you've now you have multiple venues. Going through all like when they did the oh, that Bose thing that was offsite that one year. Yes, like and to get to that and then go back to the floor. Stupid. So, pretty much all the brands are now doing that, and so we've set it up so that my meetings are mostly entirely offsite from the convention center on Thursday, Friday, which means that I'm really only doing like four or five meetings each day because I have to have an hour between meetings because of transportation, get, yeah, right, and all that stuff. And then we've got like dinners arranged and then there's there's concerts. And so it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, it's good business to kind of be seen and, and, su- and support the vendors or, or the suppliers or whatever they be or the, the partners that you're working with. Right. But some of them like I'm excited for one concert. The other concert I'm not so excited for. Who's the one? Surprisingly enough, it's Def Leppard. And That'd I think it just should be fun. That'd be cool. Because they, they've got a decent number of hits. Yeah. Um, they've got a one-armed drummer. Right. It'll be an interesting experience. So I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, you know, the pour some sugar on me is the diabetic stripper anthem. So I think that's <laughs> that's great. Yes. I will enjoy one. that. Uh, the other one that, like, I didn't know they were teasing. Like, they, they've got a, you know, a, a big act. And, like, I got tickets before I even knew what it was for. Who, and it, who's the the sponsor for this one uh, it's at dolby live it's dolby oh, is putting okay. putting sure. on the concert it's imagine dragons that'll be fine it'll be fine it's but a it, mormon concert are they mormon yeah okay yeah it's just it's one of those things where it's like i i don't isn't it just like two dudes and a keyboard kind of thing no i think they're like a band band is it a full band with real I think so instruments because yeah. listening to their songs i mean they're all over the radio because they got a bajillion singles but they'll be radioactive Yes. That's the only one I can remember. They have, I guess they have a bunch of songs. No, they do. I just can't name That's any the only of one them. I can remember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that one, I'm like... It'll ah, be wholesome. Maybe. I have no idea. I, I have Where's no idea. the Def Leppard one? The Def Leppard one is at the Virgin Hotel, which is what the Hard Rock was. In the nightclub downstairs? Yeah, in the... the what used to be the joint <clears throat> Yeah, uh, in the Hard Rock is now got a different name i don't know and so that one will be at the so def leopard will be at the virgin hotel and casino in las vegas all right and then imagine dragons is going to be at dolby live which is over by park mgm Mm -hmm. which used to be the monte carlo i think it was i don't know i have no idea i think that's what it was back in the day yeah that's the other thing it was like it's been three years i think since i've been well actually no i take the back i was in las vegas 
last summer with Grayson on a road trip right. to uh, Pikes Peak, Colorado. But for a trade show, it's been three years. Last time I was in Las Vegas for the Consumer Electronics Show was January of 2020. Yeah, and then you got everybody sick. I got sick. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. blaming you for it. It wasn't me. It was the Audi booth that had a bunch of strips of plastic hanging from the ceiling that everybody's face rubbed up against as you walked into the booth. Oh, why? They wanted to create some sort of isolation so you couldn't really see into the booth until you walked through it. Just imagine a bunch of plastic streamer no, ribbon I, I hanging what, from the yeah. ceiling that just draped across everybody's face as you Terrible. walked through. Yeah. yeah. I got sick right after you did. Yeah. Or right around the same time. That was terrible. Man, I think that's probably the worst I've ever been sick in my life. And so this time, it's like, okay, for sure, you know, the, the masking thing. It's like, I'm just trying to figure out how to... Because not to be, like, xenophobic or anything like that, but at the same time, like, China has backed away from the zero COVID standpoint that they have been struggling with for so long. Right. And now they're just like, fuck it. But the the U.S. just uh, redid... Uh, you have you now have to have a negative COVID test if you're coming from China. Right. But that doesn't mean they still couldn't show positive a day or two later. Correct. So that will be interesting. I wonder how busy it'll lot, actually be. That's what I don't know. This is going to be... Because last year, I was going to go, had hotels booked, had meetings booked, and then like in the days leading up to it, the COVID case counts yep. kind of got out of control. They so killed it again. All my meetings got canceled, and right. then we decided, you know what, it's not worth going. Let's, right. let's pull out. So I think the Saturday before CES started, I canceled my plans. So this time around... I don't know what it's going to be like, you know, in terms of the crowd, in terms. But I, I will say, I looked at the floor plan. The convention center there is the the north. There's the new west hall, uh -huh. the big ass two story west hall. Right. There's the north hall. There's the center hall, and then there's the south hall, which is has an upstairs and downstairs. The place is freaking huge. The south hall is completely not being used at all for the consumer electronics show. Interesting. Well, so, probably too because of so many folks have gone off site. That or because the West Hall is now ginormous. Right. And so maybe everything that would would have been like the square footage that the South Hall used to take up or used to have is all over. Has there been sup supplanted by the West Hall. Right. So I'm excited to kind of see the West Hall just to see it because I've it's been under construction, but it's not really an exciting reason to go to Vegas. Like, it's ooh, not ooh, a convention center hall. Yeah. Woo! It's awesome. The two things I am looking forward to are my two favorite hole in the wall restaurants in Las Vegas. And they are Tacos El Gordo. Oh, yeah. Which uh, they started which in one San do you Diego. Go to? This one actually on the strip. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's the most convenient. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go to that one. They have one at State Line. Yes. Yeah. I've never been to that one. There's also okay. one almost towards Old Town Las Vegas. Uh huh. And since I have meetings in that direction, I go might there. go there. Um, but the other one is a barbecue spot called Roland Smoke Barbecue. And it's in an industrial part of Vegas, kind of like in the area where like all the adult toy stores, the lingerie shops, yeah. and then like random mom and pop businesses are at. Okay. It's back behind the fashion show mall. Phenomenal barbecue spot, but it's the type of place that everything is served in a styrofoam yeah. to go container, whether or not you're eating it there or not. Right. And so those two spots are always a must eat All right. while I'm in Vegas. So I'll get at least a meal at each place. And then from there, it's like, okay, well, we have dinner meetings. And so yeah, yeah. going out to, you know, fancier white linen tablecloth type of establishments. There you go. There's your suit. Your uh, opportunity to wear a suit. Nope. Nope. 
that's the nice thing is my my badge just says engineer. Yeah. So therefore, like the expectations of what an engineer should wear, Do you need the to bar be- is so low <laughs> that just by wearing clothes that match, I've already exceeded expectations. Do you need to borrow the tuxedo t-shirt? No, I'm, I'm not wearing a t-shirt. I'll be wearing like something with a collar, but it might be just like a polo shirt or a, a short sleeve button up. You should try to go find one of those ruffle tuxedo shirts and just wear that with no jacket. I could shave my beard into just like uh, some sick Elvis mutton chops. Oh, there you go. It'd be like a hunk of hunk of burning oh, love. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, you could. I could. I don't recommend you do it. I could hand out my business cards like the guys on the strip by flipping it back and forth between their fingers. And- yeah, right. <laughs> I was thinking if if I make it to Halloween this year. Yes. I think the plan is a perm, shave in the goatee, and be Kenny Powers for Halloween. Yes, I know. I've been sending you yeah. Kenny Powers clips from the hip. It's getting there. It's That it is such a... That, I love that character. I haven't watched the show. Eastbound and Down? I've never seen the entire series. <laughs> Just the, and I know I need to. The opening like scene is yeah. fucking hilarious. Like it is ridiculous. That whole see, show is ridiculous. Is Did you on, watch the Vice Principals? No. It's on that? HBO. It's another show with him. Uh, he's plays a vice principal. And they are basically him and another guy are vice principals together and they're like basically plotting to get rid of the principal so they can take over it's on hbo max all right i'm gonna have yeah. to start watching it it's pretty damn i think funny. i watched like the first episode or two uh-huh. and it was kind of slow going so i was like eh. but I, I need to get it back into it yeah i would just give it another shot and watch it again it is it is one of the eastbound and downs one of the best i guess shows. i need to figure out when it gets good uh like, it takes th- a little bit but yeah there are a couple of series. i think if you're prepared for just this is stupid well yeah it'll be good right away like yesterday i was in the mood to stream naked gun and Naked Gun oh, isn't man. streaming. No. And I love... Can you rent it? I didn't check that far. Thirty Naked Gun 33 and a third is streaming on Oh, that on was Amazon a t- I didn't like that one. But the first one is just the original. The, right. And I wanted to stream it, and it wasn't available for streaming. So Did I, uh, We tried to watch over the break. We wanted to watch you know, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. And that's another one that doesn't stream. You could rent it yeah. or buy it. Um, I went, walked downstairs to check the mail. And on top of the mailbox was a DVD case. Of the movie? It happened to be National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. And it's, I opened it and the DVD was in it. Did somebody overhear your conversation? I don't know. But isn't that weird? Gift from God. It was meant to be. <laughs> a gift from God. Turns out, I uh, still haven't watched it. <laughs> it. Everything fell into place perfectly right. for you and to fulfill I, your desires. I decided that I was over it. Yeah, we, we watched that on uh, Christmas Eve. Okay. We watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So that one's always an annual uh, watch. Elf, Home Alone, like those are... I the, did watch Elf. Those are the three that like almost always we watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bad Santa is hit and miss. Like we watch it, but not always. Yeah, it was it was okay. Yeah, I, we still haven't watched it in front of Grayson. Yeah, it's probably probably for the best. Yeah, yeah. Isn't there a whole scene with a hot tub? Yeah, and then the whole you ain't going to shit right for a week. Oh, yep, there's which that. Grayson's going to hear this because he actually listens to these episodes. <laughs> and now he's going to want to see the movie. Yes. Yeah. So that'll be fun. There's boobs. Are there? I thought so. Isn't that part of like the... I, I, there's a lot. The little dude's really... I mean, all of it, the language and everything is yeah. pretty like, not well, kid-friendly. And the, and the crazy thing is the, the little dude in Bad Santa is also the same dude that can't stop himself from drawing dicks in Superbad. It's the same little dude. Oh, is it really? Yeah. That's funny. Superbad's good. Has he seen that? No. 
he was he was busy playing on his Xbox last night, so he was out of the room for. Is he it, on the the Forza kick still? Uh, he's on the Crew Two kick. Oh, okay. And then I never he, played the Crew One. He also got a Need for Speed Unlimited, I think. It, whatever the newest installment of Need for Speed is, so he's got that game. So he's got a bunch of driving games. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's been cruising around his virtual highways in the garage. I've been meaning to just have like a game night, you know, like a just sit and play Forza or something, but I make it about 20 minutes into Forza now. Cause I, <laughs> well, and the main Island. So yeah. the new Forza has the hot wheels area, yeah, which yeah. I think is stupid. Yeah. Honestly, I don't, it's not fun. I don't know why I just haven't been able to get into it, but the main area I've done most of the races. So like the seasonal stuff shows up. Yeah. Grayson enjoys it. Yeah. I, I don't, and a lot of times he's, he calls up a buddy. And so instead of, well, like, I don't have any friends. Well, but he's not doing it in the game. He's FaceTiming his buddy, and they're talking smack as they're playing the game together, even though they could be using headsets, headsets yeah. and talking. Huh. I don't know why. Maybe he needs a Twitch channel. No, I don't think he does. And he can just stream and make money. Yeah, I don't think he does. Those things are weird. Yeah, the 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 whole Twitch discord all of the like online streaming chat forum kind of thing yeah it's interesting there was a time when if i was cooking or something i like to have stuff on on in the background but yeah. there wasn't really anything i was watching that was background worthy or whatever so there was uh arkham asylum i think one of the batman games i would scroll i would throw on a twitch stream of, of somebody, somebody playing, playing that game yeah because it was good background noise Interesting. and i didn't have to pay any real attention to it was you'd it look up and be like oh, oh that's cool grunting as batman jumps and lands like <clears throat> no like they would talk about different oh. like the people were usually talking like oh okay this part like oh. I haven't got, it was a lot of like it was the Running game that just came out so yeah. it was it was original playthrough first time playthrough yeah and that's really the only time i've ever interaction interacted you're like that dude in Knives Out, making up your own fake words. <laughs> yeah, I've ever interacted with the Twitch. Although I, uh, uh, what do you call that thing? Uh, I've heard a lot about it. Like, I know there's a lot of controversies with Twitch and people have gotten in trouble for showing their buttholes or something like that. I, I know there were, because Twitch is typically for game streaming. And then some, I know some streamers were kind of trying to turn it into like an OnlyFans thing by playing games like in a kitty pool while wearing like a bathing suit okay just to get the the eye eyes mm-hmm. the the amount of traffic and then that got like clamped down on and i i don't know like i'm, I'm very i'm only aware of it if it makes major news yeah, right. and by major news it means it shows up when i check out the you know wired.com sure. or twitch ver- used to be in the same building i worked in i don't know if they still are i in that I, in irvine I didn't realize there was Southern California. Well, I didn't realize they were well, Orange I, County based. I don't know that they're based, but they, but they had, had an, an office. office there. Yeah, it was uh, upstairs from the um, Mazda. Ah, yeah. I don't know if they're still in that building, but so speaking of games, did I tell you about this million dollar butt game? No. Okay, so Cards Against Humanity. Okay. Are you a fan? Yes, I haven't played it. It's fun, but yeah. Oh, you've I, never played it. Okay, but no, you get I, the, I've, I've played it like once or twice. But. Oh, okay, but you get the concept. Yes. So they this game, I found it. I don't know how I heard about it. It was on this website, uh, Rooster Teeth Games. Okay. Ninety nine cents. All right, for ninety nine cents. Every expansion pack was ninety nine cents, so I bought like six dollars worth of this game. Okay. And uh, essentially, the card will say something. You get a million dollars, but. but 
And so you read the scenario and then everybody has stuff in their hands and they, you know, you, you pick whichever one you yes, find the funniest. The story. judge votes on who's the best one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so played with Dave and Sarah. An example was a million dollars, but every time you see a stop sign and the winning card was you have to do a little bit of coke. <laughs> and so it's like all these really weird scenarios, Serious, but yeah. like, you know, one of them is like a million dollars, but every time you meet somebody, uh, the Nazis win or like all these, it, dude, it started a little slow, but it got freaking hilarious. A lot of us, I mean, it's even like the, the hoopties card game that we've been playing. Yeah. It's, they're all fun, but I think that my biggest challenge is that the, the winner is just so arbitrarily decided. Yeah. But I think that's, I mean, it, what I like, once you start You're, to know people, true right and then you can serve them up something that's like there it's gonna make them laugh and some of the scenarios like sarah was literally crying she was laughing so hard and could like barely talk yeah because i mean they definitely sound like drinking games yeah i think there's not that you need to drink as you play but i mean that helps like it's not like a oh you lost you gotta take a shot it's just more like yeah like as you're hanging out and like yeah yeah, having a game night or whatever but it it was a really fun game and it is one of those things where it's it's a very casual kind of thing so you're just playing with a couple of cards and just whatever i got that and then i got i haven't played it yet but um target was doing a buy one get one half off games thing just before uh just before christmas so i got a goonies game all right uh, I got that, and I got the trolley game, which Gra- actually turns out to be kind of complicated. Grayson right? got two card games. One was like Exploding Kittens. Which oh, yeah, that's a fun a one. Yeah. The other one, I can't remember. I think it was called like Caveman Poetry. Oh, I've seen that, but I haven't that one played is it. Is it fun? So Jeanette and I just played it together back and forth. And yeah. We weren't keeping score. We didn't follow the official rules. Sure. But you flip. The, the card has an orange side and a gray side. And, okay. And you just play off one of the sides. And it's a it's a word, it's a one word or a two or three word, and like they're prompt kind of kind of. So yeah, one it'll be like, um, let's say it's it's one. The first word is ranch, and the second one is ranch chips or ranch potato chips or something like that. So okay. like, one's a simpler word, one's a little bit more complicated word, but the, okay. they have a the the they're first word or the major word is yeah. in common. You have to give clues, but the clues can only be a single syllable. Oh. So, like, if the, if, uh, say the word was butterfly. Uh-huh. Right? You say, uh, has, wing, fly, uh, but you couldn't even say, like, pretty. Yeah, yeah. Color. You know, and then you're trying to figure out what words are a single syllable. And so Jeanette and I were playing back and forth, and you, like, the more successful clues you actually felt like you were talking like a caveman because instead of just, instead of just spouting off like one word, pausing one word. Yeah. You stitch together like five or six words together that are just single syllable. And you're just trying to get the person to, to, to guess, guess what right, it right. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're giving them clues and you, obviously you can't say what, what the word is or you can't say sounds like, right. But it was quite fun. And it's it's from the same creators as as Exploding Kids. A lot of those games and are the, the same folks. I've yes. noticed. Yeah, like the I bought the trolley game from them. Yeah, so the oatmeal. It's yeah, the guy the that does the yeah, oatmeal yeah. comics. Well, I got so the trolley game is basically you have a scenario and there's two tracks, obviously, and there's two teams. Yeah, who and, do you kill or which? One yeah, do you exactly. Go for? So which one do you kill? And it actually is more complicated than it needs to be because you have like there's three different cards that get put down and then there's a modifier and you can change other stuff. And it's like. Yeah, there's one Bru- game where you throw a burrito. Yeah, like, throw, throw a burrito. Yeah. And there's throw, throw avocado, and you can combine them. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Throw burrito, avocado, burrito, avocado. So like the the caveman game, there's like a a judge or whatever. Uh There's an inflatable balloon. So it it, or inflatable like stick. Oh yeah, like a caveman. Yeah, like a club. Club. Yeah. And so when you say something that's got too many syllables in it, that judge can you could whack them. Whack them. Oh, that sounds fun. That sounds fun, but then also could get out of control. When you're drinking, yeah. yeah so yeah, Jeanette yeah. and I were just playing back and forth. That's we weren't funny. keeping score, but we were just trying to see if we could figure out how to do this game. Right. And it was pretty entertaining. Yeah, there's a lot. It's amazing how many, like if you walk the aisles at Target, how many games there are. Grayson got the game Christmas, I think, day. It came from the neighbors. Mm-hmm. And they played at the neighbor's house. We played, I think, the Christmas night or the next night. And it was already missing the little um, uh, timekeeping. Oh yeah, the same the hourglass, thing, the yeah, little, yeah, the miniature thing. Yeah, it was like eh. that's a bummer. Yeah, so I don't know how to play the game officially because we don't have that timekeeping device. It's probably at the neighbor's house still, but <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think that really matters, right? Uh, well, there's a, you're supposed to get through as many cards as you can oh, within that time, and you then could... the next team does it, and that's how you keep score. Oh, does it tell you like the it's 30 seconds or whatever? You set a timer. I don't know what it didn't say in the instructions. It oh, just I said see. use the thing. Use but the thing. yeah, if it yeah. was 30 seconds, and then so the top of the card is a single word. That's one point. If you do the more complicated one, it's three points. So oh, okay. depending on how you do it, you could uh, amass like you know 10 points, right? And you keep score, and then you. The one that wins. I don't. I don't even know how the game ends. Yeah. Like, do you go through a set number to of certain, cards? Does right. it just somebody gives up? Somebody flips the table. <laughs> somebody yeah, flip, rage quits. Pissed. Yeah. There are a lot of interesting games, especially. I mean, that Target game aisle has gotten pretty big. Oh yeah. There's a lot of stuff there, but there. I. I don't know, man. Candyland. That's the dumbest. Game. <laughs> game. I like. I do. I do really enjoy board games, though, or like you know. Games in general, I guess, like card games yeah. and like phase 10, things like that are really fun. Oh, uh, have you ever played the game? There's three dice. You roll the dice and you either pass to the left, right, put it in the middle. Have you ever played like, that game? Is, isn't it like a dollar involved? You, you, could, like you can play with dollars if you I want. I think I've played it. I don't know what it's called. but We've always called it left, right, center. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what okay. I know it as. Left, yeah. right, center. Yeah. It turns out that's not what it's called. What is it? It's left, center, right. Well, so a couple people got it this Christmas. Yeah. And the box, the, it says the original left, center, right. We have always called it left, right, center. Yeah. So I wonder why the... Because left, right, center, just, left, right just rolls off the tongue a lot yeah, easier. Left, center, right sounds stupid. It does. So it's almost like, was there a generic version that was left, right, center? And then now... They like the original one stamped it out, or something. it's just weird. Like I, I wonder why that. It's ever one happened. of those things where, as, even as a kid, like I remember reading the book, like the 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 Bernstein Bears. Isn't, the, we, isn't the Berenstein Bears? Yes. So like you 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 you've known it always as one thing, and then you realize either have I been pronouncing it wrong the entire time, or did they change the name at some point? That's the the Mandala. F- I don't know what it's called. I think that's the men men. No, what's that guy's name? Nelson I, Mandela. It's the Mandela effect, I believe. Oh, why That's is what it it's named called. after him? His uh, name was... Because people thought he was dead and he wasn't or something like that. Oh. Like you remember things wrong, yeah. essentially. Uh, but yeah, I think that's along that line. There's a bunch of stuff that you just don't remember or you remember differently. But like I said, we've always called it left, right, center. And then I to see the actual box. Did it hurt your eyes? It was weird because I re- It I just swear, feels wrong. I mean, you. it's the same game, but the name is right. being... And I swear the tube, like the one that my mom had was in a tube. 
Okay. And the two, I swear the tubes had left, right, center on it. Whereas like the one now that everybody got is in like one of those little tin boxes, you know, it's about the size of a playing card deck, like kind of that thing. But it says left, center, right. It's really bizarre. It does. Like even if I Google search left, right, center game, it comes up, it comes up as LCR left, center, right dice yeah. game. Yeah. And that's the little thing. But the yeah. ones that might like my mom had one that was literally in a tube. And is yeah, I see it in the tube and it still says left center right damn it i don't know i don't know it's weird Your it childhood is very weird it's a lie you know what on that disappointing note <laughs> and on that lie yeah <laughs> now that we've corrected the lies happy new year everyone happy new year hope everybody enjoys this uh time of your listening <laughs> that's even yeah. better than ending a lie i know right uh and uh, on that awkward end yeah goodbye goodbye You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast, and for this, we apologize.